Connor and Bob Murphy at Candlestick Park in San Francisco for the getaway game of a three-game set between the Giants and the New York Mets. Mets won the first game. The Giants came from behind yesterday to even the series at one game each. So this is the rubber game. And after today's game, the Mets will be flying on down to San Diego to open up a weekend set against the San Diego Padres. The Mets will be back at Shea Stadium in New York for their first night game of the season at Shea Stadium. On Tuesday night, May 5th, it'll be the Dodgers in for three consecutive night games, followed by the Giants and then the Montreal Expos. It's another bright, warm, and sunny afternoon here at Candlestick Park. Starting pitchers for this afternoon's game for the San Francisco Giants is left-hander Mike McCormick. And for the New York Mets, fireballing right-hander Nolan Ryan. We'll be back with the start of today's game in just one minute. Having a problem in deciding where to take your group on its next outing? If so, let the Mets Group Sales Department solve it for you. This department is manned by experts in handling both men's and women's groups. These same specialists encourage community and civic organizations, social and fraternal clubs, youth, family, and athletic groups to take in a Mets ball game and enjoy a day at Shea. In addition to providing group ticket sales for a ball game, our representatives will be happy to furnish you with all the details of the beautiful restaurants at Shea Stadium, which are available for parties, large or small, up to 700 persons. For groups of 100 or more, recognition will be given to your organization on the changeable message scoreboard here at Shea. You can easily obtain additional information simply by writing to Group Sales Manager, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, 11368. Or, if you like, telephone 212-672-3000. The representative handling your area will be more than happy to personally speak before your men's or women's group, large or small, and explain all the details. Call or write today and enjoy a day at Shea. Manager Gil Hodges of the Mets, field captain Willie Mays of the Giants are at home plate meeting with the umpires, exchanging lineup cards, and to check us out, here is Ralph Kiner. All right, Lindsey Nelson for the New York Mets. The leadoff batter will be Tommy Agee. He'll be in center field. Batting second at shortstop, Bud Harrelson. Batting third in left field, Cleon Jones. Batting fourth at first base, Don Clendenin. Batting fifth in right field, Ron Svoboda. Batting sixth and at third base, Joe Foy. Batting seventh, the second baseman, Al Weiss. Batting eighth, the catcher, Duffy Dyer. And the pitcher, Nolan Ryan. Batting ninth. For the Giants... The leadoff batter will be the center fielder, Bobby Bonds. Batting second at second, Ron Hunt. Batting third in right field, Ken Henderson. Batting fourth at first base, Willie McCovey. Batting fifth, the catcher, Dick Deets. Batting sixth at third base, Jim Davenport. Batting seventh in left field, Bob Taylor. Batting eighth at shortstop, Hal Lanier. And the pitcher, Mike McCormick, batting ninth. The umpires for the game today, Andy Olson calling the balls and strikes. At first base, Ken Burkhardt. The umpire at second base, Ed Sudol. And the umpire at third base will be Lee Wire. The Giants have won 10 and lost 11. And the Mets have a record of nine wins and nine losses. Last year, in 12 ball games played, the Mets won eight. The Giants won four. And here at Candlestick, they split the six games played three and three. Now Willie Mays, who is not playing in the ball game, the captain of the Giants, goes back to the dugout. Gil Hodges back to the Mets dugout on the third base side, and the umpires are taking their station. After this ball game, the Mets move on down to San Diego, and in tomorrow night's ball game at 10:25, it'll be Tom Seaver going for his fifth win. He has 
lost none. Tom has a record of 14 consecutive wins in National League play dating back to last year. And he'll be imposed by the only pitcher to beat the Mets last year for San Diego, Al Santorini. Now the Giants are taking the field. Wind blowing out toward right. More wind today than we had yesterday. Where we saw four home runs in the ballgame, two by each side. Field dimensions 335 down the left field line, 365 in left center, 410 in center field, 375 in right center, and 330 down the right field line. No clouds at all, good sunshiny day, and the Mets in the final game of the three-game series with the Giants. And now our national anthem. comes to you through the courtesy of Rheingold Breweries Incorporated and is authorized under radio rights granted by the New York Mets solely for the entertainment of our audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express written consent of the New York Mets is prohibited. Mets with a record of 9 and 9 for the month of April and the Giants with a record of 10 and 11. Mets return to play against the Dodgers and the Giants in their next homestand. They start off with the Dodgers playing night games on May 5th, 6th, and 7th. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night. They have a night game with the Giants on the 8th of May, Friday night. A single day game on Saturday afternoon. And on the 10th, Mother's Day, the Mets have a single game with the Giants. Monday night after Mother's Day, the 11th, will be a night game with Montreal. And then on the 12th, the final game of the next homestand, a day game with Montreal. Just got word that the temperature in Montreal today is up around 80. like to have that when the Mets return home on May the 5th. Ballpark here at Candlestick in San Francisco is located just near Hunter's Point. And as we look down the right field line... See some big aircraft carriers that are over in the shipyard. And it's one of those kind of days here in San Francisco that they write songs about. 
Now the throw goes down to second base by the catcher, and the ball game is about to get underway. And here for the play-by-play, Lindsey Nelson. Thank you very much, Ralph Cannon. Hello again, everybody. Mike McCormick is on the mound. He came to the major leagues with the New York Giants. He was with the San Francisco Giants when they first came here in 58. Was traded away and then came back. Tommy Agee is up. He has a 10-game hitting streak going. He appeared as a pinch hitter yesterday and delivered. Here's the first pitch of the day. Curveball, and it's in for a called strike. McCormick has a record of one win and one loss. He is a former Cy Young Award winner. Waiting on deck for the Mets is Bud Harrelson. Wind rippling the flag out toward right field here at Candlestick. Artificial surface. It's AstroTurf all around. Makes a little difference in the manner in which the game is played. Here's a swing and a drive. Foul back of third. Two strike count now to Agee. Manager Gil Hodges has Cleon Jones, Tommy Agee, and Joe Foy all back in the lineup here this afternoon. After had, having had them out of the starting lineup for three consecutive games. McCormick takes a sign from giant catcher Dick Dietz. Taking a long look before he gets it. Now he has it. Two strike pitches high for a ball. It's one and two. McCormick last year won 11 games for the Giants and he lost nine. Against the Mets last year, he won none and lost two. But his lifetime record against New York is six wins and four losses. Here's a pitch that's hit in the air to short right field and second baseman Ron Hunt goes out but he's called off by right fielder Ken Henderson who puts it away. One away. Now Bud Harrelson, who'll be batting right against the left-hander McCormick. Harrelson has hit safely in his last four games. He's hit safely in 10 of his last 11, and he's hit safely in 16 of 18 games the Mets have played this year. Harrelson, from Hayward, California, which is in the greater San Francisco area. McCormick's pitch. High and away for a ball. McCormick defeated the Montreal Expos 11-1 in his last start on April 26th here at San Francisco, and he had a complete game. Here's a swing and a high pop to the right side. Hunt again calls, but McCovey is retreating. Hunt calls this time and makes the play. Two men out. Cleon Jones coming up now. Cleon appeared as a pinch hitter yesterday and struck out his batting average. Is down to 224. He's batted in eight runs. He's been in a batting slump. Gil Hodges is hopeful that the rest of a few days will have done good. Mike McCormick lost to the Cincinnati Reds on April 12th, 6-5 here at San Francisco. Jones, a right-hand batter. Two men out. Nobody on base, no score. Here's the pitch to Cleon Jones. And it's inside for a ball. The coach at third for the Mets is Eddie Yost. And on the lines down at first, Yogi Berra. one delivery. And it's in there for a call strike. One and one. There's a breaking pitch that's high. McCormick came up with the New York Giants in 1956. He was with them 56 and 57. The last two years the Giants were in New York. Then put in five years with the Giants here before being traded away to Baltimore. 
the breaking pitch in for a call strike. Slow curveball. It's 2-2 to Cleon Jones. Glenn Dunn's on deck. Then McCormick went from Baltimore to Washington and from Washington back to San Francisco, back here for the 67 season. Here's a pitch, high and away. And in that 67 season, he won 22 games and lost 10. Chuck Feeney, who was with the Giants, is now the president of the National League, claims that as one of his great deals. Well, it certainly paid off for him because McCormick won the Cy Young Award that year. Here's a breaking pitch that's outside, and it's a walk to Cleon. The Mets pick up their first base runner. Jones is on at first, and Don Clendenon is coming up. Clendenon is hitting 237, but he has three home runs and leads the Mets and runs batted in with 11. He had a home run here yesterday that was hit way back up into the seats back there in left. We'll be on the air from San Diego tomorrow night, 10.25 p.m. New York time. This pitch is in for a call strike. Andy Olson is the umpire behind the plate. Ken Burkhardt is at first. He's the crew chief. Ed Sudal at second, and Lee Wire is around at third. Pitch to Clendenon. Swung on and lined in the left field for a base hit. Out and left, Bob Taylor comes up with a return to Jones, holds at second. Cleon at second, and Clendenon on at first with a line shot that skidded across the carpet out and left. Now Ron Swoboda is coming up. He's playing right field today. He has a batting average of 250. He's had four runs batted in. Swoboda, a right-hand batter. McCormick now sets, checks the runners at first and second, and here's a breaking pitch. It's in there for a call strike to Swoboda, and Joe Foy is on deck. Again, McCormick takes the sign. And the pitch. Low for a ball. Mike McCormick is 31 years of age, and his lifetime major league pitching record is 130 wins and 125 losses. Med runners lead at first and second. This is a 1-1 pitch. Svoboda fouls it off, and it's 1-2. and two. A lot of ladies at the ballpark today, there was... A fashion show held here this morning, starting at 10.30, attended by some 9,000 ladies. Mrs. Jackie Hunt, the wife of giant second baseman Ron Hunt, provided the models, who were mostly baseball wives. They used the tops of the two dugouts to show off the fashions. The one-two pitch. And it is low for a ball. Two and two. To Ron Swoboda. Jones at second. Clendenon at first.
This will be a 2-2 delivery. Swung on and popped up foul back to the plate and moving over is Dietz and McCovey both and it fouled quickly as Dietz couldn't find it and moved late. McCovey was moving all the while, simply couldn't get to it. The ball hit actually on the AstroTurf over in front of the giant dugout to the right side of the plate. As Dietz got rid of his mask and looked up, he was shading his eyes trying to find the ball. Couldn't find it. McCovey was coming all the while, but by the time Dietz discovered where it was and started, he couldn't get there either. So it's simply a foul ball out of play and no error charged. Two and two, the count to Swoboda. There are two men out. No score. McCormick takes a sign from Dietz. Met runners lead at first and second. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Breaks low and inside. It's out full at 3-2 now to Swoboda, which means that the runners at first and second will be off and winging on the pitch. Joe Foy is on deck. Farmick sets. Runners go, payoff pitch, curveball low, the bases are loaded. As Svoboda checked, that's the first, and Deep is arguing with Andy Olson, the umpire, about the possibility of Svoboda having swung at the pitch, and McCormick walks all the way in near the plate to inquire of Olson about the same thing. It was a curveball low out of the strike zone, and Svoboda started the swing and checked off, so the bases are loaded and Joe Foy is up. Lindsay, you have to be awfully strong to start a swing like Ron did and stop it as fast as he did. Just in the nick of time. Boy is hitting 169. He has one home run and six runs batted in. Right-hand batter with a closed stance. They're loaded up. McCormick works straight away, and the pitch breaks low and inside for a ball. Al Weiss is on deck now. Weiss bats number seven in this batting order of the New York Mets. We're going to get a little action down in the giant bullpen area now. Here in the very first inning as the Mets are threatening. 1-0, the count to Foy. Mets in a spot where a base hit could do them a lot of good. Here's a pitch. Swung on and landed in the center for a base hit. Coming on is Jones. He scores. Here comes Sundin into the plate. He scores. And Svoboda holds it. Second Foy is on it. First single to center. A line shot. Two runs batted in. The Mets lead 2-0. Al Weiss is coming up. Frank Reberger is warming up. Frank Reberger is warming up in the giant bullpen. Mets runners at first and second. Two men out. The Mets two, the Giants nothing. Wise is hitting 222, and he's had three runs batted in. McCormick's pitch in there for a call strike to Weiss. Weiss has had two doubles this year. Hit 455 in the World Series to lead the Mets at bat, including a home run in the deciding, the final game, the fifth game.
as a check swing foul ball to the right side. Actually, he wasn't swinging. He was checking back, and it clicked off the bat right down off the top of the plate. Count of two strikes to Weiss. Duffy Dyer is on deck. Let's expect Jerry Grody to rejoin them tonight in San Diego. Grody has been hospitalized in Los Angeles since the Mets' arrival there last weekend. So he'll be rejoining the Mets in San Diego. Runners lead at first and second. Here's a pitch low and away for a ball. It's one and two. That's will be in San Diego Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and a Sunday doubleheader. Monday will be a travel day as the Mets then fly back to New York on Monday, opening up Tuesday night against the Dodgers in the first night game of the year at Shea Stadium. One-two pitch, swung on it on the ground, foul back of third, down past Eddie Yost. Ricochets on down into the Met bullpen, where it's retrieved by Ron Taylor. Frank Reberger continues to throw in the Giant bullpen. The Mets, two, the Giants, nothing. Right before last year, the Mets got five runs in the top half of the first inning. The big hit there was a grand slam homer by Dave Marshall. Mets won that game 5-2. Lost yesterday 8-6. Swing and a miss. McCormick strikes out wide. And the side is retired. It is two runs on two hits and two walks, no errors, and two left. In the middle of the first inning, the score is the Mets 2 and the Giants nothing. Clear the prop. Have you ever wanted to learn to fly? That could be you this summer taking a friend for a local Phoenix flight. The Richmore Aviation Flight School at the Saratoga County Airport has two full-time flight instructors to give you professional flight training. Richmore Aviation offers flight courses for the private pilot, commercial pilots, instrument rating, and flight instructor. Courses include dual and solo flight time, ground school, FAA, and FCC books and supplies. The Richmore Aviation Flight School is an FAA-approved flight school and is located at the Saratoga County Airport, three miles west of the Performing Arts Center on Geyser Crest Road. In Saratoga and the Tri-Cities, phone 885-5354. Or in Glens Falls, phone 792-9949. is the pitcher for the New York Mets. He has won one and lost one, although he's allowed only three hits in his last two games. Last year, he won none, lost none against the Giants. His lifetime record against San Francisco at one win and no losses. He's pitched a complete game in both of his starts of the season. Defeated the Phillies 7 to nothing on April 18th at Shea. He allowed only one hit, walked six and struck out 15. Lost to the Dodgers, won nothing on April 25th at Los Angeles. On that occasion, he allowed two hits and five walks and struck out five. The three hits in the two games of Ryan have all been singles. Bobby Bonds playing center field today is up. Hitting 350, has four home runs, one of which he hit yesterday, and ten runs batted in. Pitches low for a ball. Last year, he struck out 186 times for a new major league record in that department. 1-0 to the right-hand batter. Ryan's pitch. 
Breaks in there for a call strike. Give him the curveball. Ola Ryan's 23 years of age, 6'2", 195-pounder. His lifetime major league record is 13 wins and 14 losses. Again, breaks it in there for a call strike. One and two to Barnes with Ron Hunt waiting on deck. With the veteran Willie Mays being rested today, Barnes plays center, Henderson moves to right, and Bob Taylor's in left for the Giants. Fastball fouled off. One and two. The New York Mets with an infield of Don Clendenon at first, Al Weiss at second, Bud Harrelson at shortstop, and Joe Foy at third. Leon Jones is in left, Tommy Agee in center, and Ron Swoboda is in right field. One-two pitch, swung on and missed. Ryan strikes out Bobby Bonds to open the ball game as far as the Giants are concerned at the plate. Ron Hunt's coming up. He had four. New York Center, 133.1 time. He has an average of 400. He has two homers and 11 runs batted in. New York Mets have a record of nine wins and nine losses. Nine is the most they've ever won in the month of April. Last year in April, they were nine and 11. Pitch is high for a ball. 1-0 to Ron Hunt with Ken Henderson on deck. McCovey hitting cleanup. Henderson batting third. One zero pitch, and it's high for a ball. Two and zero. I see Virgil is the coach at third for the Giants, and former Met manager Wes Westrom is on the lines at first. This pitch is low for a ball. Three and zero to Hunt. The return throw gets away from Ryan. All the other action in the National League is scheduled for night. The Chicago Cubs are at Atlanta, and Billy Williams, the Cub outfielder, will be playing his 1,000th consecutive game. Streak started on September 22, 1963. Here's a fastball low. It's a walk to Ron Hutt. So Nolan Ryan has struck out one and walked one, and Ken Henderson, the switch hitter, is coming up. Anderson's hitting 382. He has two homers and 16 runs batted in. He had a home run yesterday. By the way, the consecutive game record in the major leagues, 2,130, set by Lou Gehrig of the New York Yankees, and Billy Williams will be playing his 1,000th consecutive game tonight. Here is a pitch in for a call strike. He'll be the first National League to reach that mark. There are a lot of records that might never be broken. I don't see how anybody can break Gehrig's record of 2,130. No, it certainly appears to be out of reach. Swinging a ground ball is short. Harrelson has it. He goes over for one. And the throw to first in time. A double play pulled off. As Weiss gave it the no-hand treatment coming across the bag on the pivot. Harrelson went a stride in the hole up for the ball. Weiss just came across, flipped on to Clendenin in time to pull off the double play. So it's no run. No hits, a walk, no errors, and none left. At the end of an inning, the score is 
The New York Mets, two, and the San Francisco Giants, nothing. Well, the Mets' ninth annual old-timers game on Saturday night, July 11th at Shea Stadium will be dedicated to Casey Stingle and his approaching 80th birthday. So a lot of the guests are going to be people who have been associated with and against Casey Stingle during his fabulous career. People like Rue Marquardt and Frankie Frisch, Dave Bancroft and George Highpockets Kelly, Al Lopez, Tony Cuccinello and Van Mungo, Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle, Roger Maris, Whitey Ford and Yogi Berra, Gil Hodges, Richie Ashman, Al Jackson, Jay Hook, Frank Thomas, Roy Campanella, Carl Erskine, Eddie Stanky, Bobby Thompson, Carl Farrello, Don Drysdale, Sandy Koufax. Casey will be wearing his number 37 once again. The latest Hall of Famers, Lou Boudreau, Earl Combs, Jess Haynes, Ford Frick. So make your ticket plans now. The date again, Saturday night, July 11th, preceding the regular game between the Mets and the Expos. Duffy Dyer, the Met catcher, is up. He's hitting 217, 5 for 23, right hand batter. Facing left hand pitcher Mike McCormick. Here's a swing and a fly ball into right center, and Bobby Vaughn drifts over and makes the catch. We pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is New York Mets Baseball on WKAJ-FM 102.3 in Saratoga Springs, New York. Nelson with Ralph Canner and Bob Murphy at Candlestick Park in San Francisco, California, where the Mets are leading the Giants by a score of 2 to nothing. The Mets are batting in the top of the second. One man out, nobody on base, and Nolan Ryan is up. He's one for seven this year. McCormick's pitch breaks low and inside, a curveball. It's one and oh. Tommy Agee moves up on deck. Again the pitch. Low, so it goes 2-0 and now to Nolan Ryan. Batting 143. The Houston Astros will be at St. Louis tonight against the Cardinals. The Astros have lost eight straight games all outdoors. Swinging a ground ball toward third. It is charged by Davenport. He guns it across in time. out on a swinging roller to third, fielded by Davenport in on the infield surface, and Tommy Agee is coming up. He's gone 0 for 2. Agee with a 10-game hitting streak, flat out to right field at first time up, and just now, he's giving Ryan time to get back to the dugout. Montreal Expos are playing the Dodgers down in Los Angeles tonight, and that's the slate in the National League. Oh, and the American, the Boston Red Sox at Fenway Park have handed the Oakland Athletics their fifth consecutive loss, 8-7. to seven. Gary Peters, the winner, he's 2-1. Jim Rowland, the loser, he's 0-1. Here's a pitch to A.G. Swung on and fouled back, out of play. Philippe Alou, it is first home of the year for Oakland in the first inning with two men on. Rico Petroselli hit his third home of the year in the third with one on. George Scott hit his third in the fifth with one on. Billy Canigliano hit his first in the fifth with nobody on. Fernandez homered in the eighth with nobody on. Frank Fernandez for the Oakland A's. Here's a swing and a ground ball to short. Lanier has it. Plays over to McCovey in time. So the side is out in order. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. In the middle of the second inning, the score is... 
A Mets two and the Giants nothing. Ted and Doris Srade at Srade's Gardens, just two miles off Lake Avenue on the old Schuylerville Road, have a special now on rose bushes for Mets listeners. Jackson and Perkins Red Devil with a suggested retail price of four fifty for just two fifty. Two other specials include Laura by Star and Carla by Ball, both with suggested retail prices of four ninety five. Sale price for Mets listeners at just two fifty. At Srade's Gardens, all roses are potted and ready to go. In addition to these specials, mention Mets baseball and save thirty to fifty percent on all other. Rose bushes. Strade still has a special on pansies. Twelve per market pack. In bloom, just fifty-five cents a market pack. Mention the Mets by six market packs for just two ninety-nine. Strade's Gardens is just a little out of the way, but they offer big savings, and the trip is well worth the little time it takes. You can call Strade's Gardens five eight four three two three six. Ted or Doris will be happy to give you directions. That's Strade's Gardens, just two miles from downtown Saratoga, out Lake Avenue on the old Schuylerville Road. A small business. With big plans. Willie McCovey coming up for the Giants in the bottom of the second. The face fireballer Nolan Ryan. McCovey is hitting 2.03. He has six home runs and 17 runs batted in. Ryan's fastball is high and away, so it is one and zero. Dick Deets is on deck. The Mets lead by a score of two nothing. Joe Foy singled in two runs in the first inning. Breaking pitch low. So Ryan goes behind now. Two and zero to McCovey. The shift is on as the Mets put three infielders between first and second and leave only Bud Harrelson over on the shortstop side of the bag. There's a swing and a foul ball back out of play. Two one. Through the years in baseball, have been a lot of shifts employed. However, in many cases, managers have chosen not to go with the shift with base runners on. Gil Hodges has been going with the same shift, even with runners at first and second. Those shifts take a lot of base hits away, Lindsay. I had one that was always pulled on me with a second baseman on the shortstop side. Well, here's a fly ball, and they go back to bases in the left field, but it's a foul ball by about a foot and a half. As McCovey went to the opposite field, lofted a pop down the left field line. Harrelson was racing to try to get to it. Jones, who had swung over and left, was trying to get there. Nobody could have got it, but it was a foul ball. So it's two-two. The psychology of a shift like this is to really take base hits away, but also they're willing to give up a single if McCovey would bunt or hit the ball the other way instead of. The home run if he were swinging away and managed to connect the ball. Here's a two-two pitch. Swung on it on the ground to second. It takes a bad hop, but it's fielded there and thrown on by Foy. And McCovey is out. Foy was on the second base side of the bag, and that last hop it took was up off his chest, but he corralled it right there and threw on. Now tell me, Lindsay, how are you going to score that? <laughs> well, I tell you by position. It's a difficult thing if you discard by personnel. He is the third baseman, no matter where he plays, and so the official score says five to three. Even if he plays in center field, he's still the third baseman. One away. Dick Deets is up, and the pitch is in for a call strike. I think that's one factor of the game that Abner Doubleday didn't consider when he supposedly invented baseball. <laughs> Did you ever discuss it with him? 
No, but Cartwright had some pretty good theories on it. <laughs> Here's a swing and a fly ball down the right field side. If it stays fair, it's a foul ball. Again, that one's way down the right field corner, but foul. Hey, why don't you stop in at your local Chevron Island and fill her up with Chevron Supreme Gasoline, the power pack fuel that's made for today's driving. are leading here 2-0. Count is two strikes to Dietz with one man out and nobody on base. Ryan's fastball is outside. California Angels are in New York tonight to take on the Yankees at Yankee Stadium. At Minnesota in the middle of the seventh inning, it's the Minnesota Twins three and the Cleveland Indians one. Swing and a miss. Nolan Ryan has his second strikeout. He got Dietz swinging. Two away, Jim Davenport's coming up. Dietz, by the way, is hitting 397. Davenport's hitting 143. Luis Tiant's pitching today for Minnesota. Stan Williams relieved him in the seventh. Tiant's won three and lost none. Steve Hargan started for Cleveland. Bill Hennigan in the fifth and Bob Miller in the seventh. Greg Nettles homered in the fourth. Here's a swing and a foul ball back and out of play. Strike one to Davenport. Harmon Killebrew got his fourth homer in the fourth with nobody on. Brad Aylier got his fifth homer in the fourth with one on for Minnesota. Leo Cardinals hit his second homer in the fifth with nobody on. Here's a swing and a fly ball to right field. Ron Svoboda is there. And he puts it away. The side is out in order. So it's no runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. At the end of two innings of play, the score is the New York Mets two and the San Francisco Giants nothing. Walton Sport Shop is proud to handle the best possible line of equipment for the fishermen, including the Cortland Pro 444 lines. And, of course, handles other top brands like the Orvis Fly Rods. The zing, the toughness, and the feel of bamboo is yours to enjoy in the bat-and-kill fly rods by Orvis. These bamboo rods are impregnated with a baked light resin clear into the core, making the Orvis bamboo rod the toughest rod a man can own. And you can choose from eight different rods. For delicate presentation of tiny flies and nymphs to trout. For all-purpose, all-around fly rotting. For big water steelheading, salmon fishing, saltwater bone fishing, or for bass bugging specialists. Remember, at Walton's, we always carry a complete line of fishing equipment. That's Walton Sport Shop, Lake Avenue in Saratoga, where sportsmen cater to sportsmen. Candlestick Park on a sunny afternoon in San Francisco. The Mets are leading the Giants 2-0 as they come up in the top of the third and here for the play-by-play, -play, Ralph Kiner. Thank you, Lindsey Dawson, and hi, everyone. And Bud Harrelson will lead off with the Mets here in the third. Bud popped up to the second baseman, Ron Hunt, his first time up. His average at 310 for the season, one home run, six runs batted in. Right-hand batter against the left-hander, Mike McCormick. Mike with a various assortment of slow curveballs, and he starts off with a curve, and it's popped up in foul territory. The third baseman, Jim Davenport, over near the Mets dugout, and he makes the catch. So McCormick, who worked the second inning one, two, three, and very quickly, picks up an out here in the third on one pitch, and it brings up Cleon Jones. Cleon worked out a walk his first time up with a 3-2 pitch. Moved down to second base in a single by Don Glenn Nennon. 
When Rollins Pomona walked in the 3-2 pitch, Jones went over to third, and he scored the first run of the ball game on a single to center field by Joe Foy. Mets also got a run in when Don Clendenin crossed from second base on the single by Foy. Mets leading 2-0, one away, top of the third. And Cleon takes the first pitch for a call strike. Cleon, his first time up, was taking all away. He wants to look at the ball. He feels he is not comfortable at the plate, and he has been taking the first pitches. Now a curve back that's in the dirt, and the count one ball and one strike. Cleon hitting 224 with no home runs. He has eight runs batted in with three doubles and one triple. Cleon got off to a fast start, and he has not been hitting lately. Now pitch back, foul back, and it's one and two. Tommy Agee, along with Cleon Jones in the batting stop, is part of the fact that Tommy has hit in 10 consecutive games, but he has not been hitting the ball hard. Yesterday, he kept that streak going as a pinch hitter and did hit a hard single to left in the ninth inning. One ball, two strikes. McCormick back. And a fly ball to center field. Bobby Bonds moves back, gets under the ball, makes the catch. Two men away, and that brings up Don Clendenin. Don hit a hard single to left field his first time up. His average now at 256. He has three home runs, got his third yesterday, and it was a landmarker. He has driven in 11 runs that leads to club. And the first pitch by McCormick has swung on and missed, strike one. McCormick throws a screwball along with his breaking pitches. Now the pitch, and it's low on the count. One ball and one strike. Got a chance yesterday to talk a little bit with a great left-hander who had a great screwball, Carl Hubble. Carl at one time won 26 games for the New York Giants back in 1936. There's a line drive single to center field. Bobby Bond comes over to play the first half, and Glendinen now two for two in the game. That brings up Ron Svoboda. Mets leading by a score of 2-0. Ron eyeballed a 3-2 pitch. It was very close. It was called ball four his first time up. Ron hitting at 2.50. The giant club record, record for most wins by a pitcher, Christy Mathewson. He won 37 in 1908. Now a swing and a foul on the ground at strike one. Hubble at one time won 24 ball games in succession over a period of two years. 16 in 1936 and 8 in 1937 before he lost one. Now a slow curveball grounded out in the hole coming over the shortstop. A near the long throw to first base is in time. The out is made. Good play by Howell near the shortstop. No runs, one hit, no errors. The man left at first and the score in the middle of the third. The Mets two, San Francisco Giants. Nothing. If you're shopping around for a new car, and you certainly have a wonderful selection to choose from this year, wouldn't it be nice to know you have the cash to pay for it? You can, and probably cut the cost of automobile financing at the same time, with a low-cost, direct new car loan from Ballston Spa National Bank. Arranging for your new car money in advance 
direct from the folks at Ballston Spa National, not only saves you money on the loan, but provides the cash to pay any dealer you decide to do business with. There's an office of Ballston Spa National Bank in Burnt Hills, right on Route 50, as well as the main office in Ballston Spa. And you can phone ahead if you like for details and monthly payment figures on the exact amount of cash you'll need for your new car. Call 885-6711, Ballston Spa National Bank, about a money-saving direct new car loan. 885-6711, Ballston Spa National Bank, the bank that saves you money. Might be a great place to do all your banking. Going to the bottom of the third inning. The Giants coming up, and the first batter will be the left fielder, Bob Taylor. Taylor, a left-hand batter. He'll be followed by Hal Lanier, and then the pitcher, Mike McCormick. On the mound for the Mets, Nolan Ryan. With an aid of a double play, Ryan has pitched to six batters in his first two innings. One man getting on on a walk. First pitch is high, and it's ball one. Taylor hitting 133. He's had two hits and 15 times up this year. And the 1-0 pitch by Ryan, a fastball that is outside, and the count two balls and no strikes. Pitch just off the plate. Ryan has struck out two in two innings, as high for a ball game, 15. Next pitch is a breaking ball that's inside ball three, three balls and no strikes. That set a club record, the 15 strikeouts, but it was broken by Tom Seaver, who struck out 19 against San Diego. That's had an all-time high record. The 3-0 delivery. It's high ball four. Now Nolan Ryan has walked Taylor on four pitches. His other walk also was on four pitches to Ron Hunt. Potentially, it puts the time run at the plate. Howell near the batter. Howell got a home run in yesterday's win for the Giants. A three-run home run. He had not hit a home run since 1966 in the Major Leagues until this year. And his home run yesterday was his second for this season. Has a lifetime total of seven. And he takes the first pitch at ball strike. On here batting 176. He has four runs batted in. Talking about Carl Hubble's consecutive wins over a period of two seasons of 24, Tom Seaver has won his last 14 for the Mets. Four of them this year. Swinging a foul back off a fastball, the count at strike two. Tom will be going in tomorrow's game at San Diego. We'll be on the air at 10.25 for that one. Al Santorini will be pitching for San Diego. He has a win over the Mets. The only one that San Diego had over the Mets last year. Mets defeated them 11 out of 12. Next pitch is fouled off. Again, the fastball. The count stays at strike two. Longest game ever played as a matter of time between the Mets and the Giants. Seven hours, 23 minutes, 23 innings. May 31st, 1964. Tomorrow, Going to the month of May. Now again, a swing and a miss, and the ball fouled off. Giants have played the fastest game of their career in 51 minutes. Nine-inning ball game against Philadelphia on September 28, 1919. 51 minutes. 
Now again, it's Ryan back in a curveball hit in the air. Over the head of the second baseman now. Why the base hit? And Lanier becomes the fourth man to get a base hit against Ryan this year. Ryan had gone to his first two starts, giving up only three hits. That brings up Mike McCormick, who is a good hitting pitcher. He has had seven home runs in his major league career. You have to guard against him. At this point, he'll be batting with no one out and the tie run at first, so we'll be looking for a possible sacrifice. McCormick has been up 12 times this year without a hit. Don Clendenin, the first baseman in, very, very tight. Hard to bun on this artificial surface. There's a chopper bounced out to Ryan. He'll have to wait for it to come down. He does. Throws the first base to Weiss covering there, and the sacrifice is effective. Well, there's one way to bun on this artificial surface, Lindsay. Just chop it down, and the ball will bounce high in the air, and that's what happened. And Ryan had to wait for it to come down. The time run moves down to second base in scoring position with Bob Tender on ahead at third. And the batter, Bobby Barnes, who was struck out his first time up. Barnes batting 346. He has four home runs, ten runs batted in. That's playing the infield back. They lead 2-0 in the first pitch, a curve that's in for call strike, and Barnes backs away from the plate. He was fooled by that one. Barnes was struck out on a 1-2 fastball his first time up. Barnes now has been struck out 25 times this year in 22 games. And at one strike, the pitch by Ryan. Again, the curve is stopped out towards shortstop, cut off by Foy. A play at first base in time. And on the play... Bob Tanner scores from third, and Al Lanier runs over to third. So it's now a 2-1 ball game. A run batted in for Barnes. An argument at first base as both Barnes and the first base coach, Wes Westrom, argue with the first base umpire, Ken Burkhardt. And Burkhardt's got a very short fuse. Now Clyde King comes out of the dugout. He wants to say something to Burkhardt. Ed Sudol, the second base umpire, coming over for some moral support. And King now, King now arguing with Burkhart. Westrom had walked away. He comes back to the discussion. Now coming from the iron deck circle over to the argument, Ken Henderson. Westrom walks away. King still stays there. Barnes is going back to the dugout. King is the kind of a man who will argue very quietly. He's not very strong in his talking personality. He's very persistent, though. He's still there with the argument. the play. The time run has moved over the third, and we still have a discussion going. <laughs> At 
after six innings of play, the White Sox lead Baltimore four to two. The White Sox with four runs in the bottom of the sixth inning. Knocking Tom Peters out. King is still there, arguing. Started to walk away, came back. Now he goes away. Harden is now pitching for Baltimore in place of Phoebus. Tommy John, who has lost five, won none, to start in the ballgame for the White Sox. Milwaukee scheduled Washington for a night game. Detroit against Kansas City for a night game. Kansas City has lost seven in a row. At the end of seven, Minnesota three, Cleveland one. Now order has been restored and we're set to go. Two men away, the batter Ron Hunt. Ron walked on four pitches his first time up. Mets have been unable to get him out. He was on every time yesterday. And the first pitch is outside a ball. Hunt batting at an even 400. He has had three game-winning hits for the Giants. The 1-0 pitch by Ryan, a curveball that is in for a call strike. Ron Hunt moved away from the pitch. He stands right on top of the plate, which would make it difficult for him on the inside pitch. Now Ryan into the windup, and time is called. Hunt stepping out of the batter's box. Now Hunt back in. And at 1-1, the pitch by Ryan is a fastball that is low, and it's two balls and one strike. Ron Hunt originally signed with the Milwaukee Braves. That's got him from their farm system. Moved on to L.A. and now here with San Francisco. The 2-1 delivery popped in the air to center field. Moving over is Tommy Agee to get under the ball. He's now called off by Ron Svoboda, and Ron makes a catch as the wind drifts the ball toward him. Every tire is aside, but in the inning, a run for San Francisco. They had one hit. There was a walk and one man left on. And the score at the end of three. The New York Mets two, the San Francisco Giants one. All roads lead to Carmody, Ford, and Mercury at the junction of routes 29 and 40 in busy Greenwich. Come to Carmody Carland and see their big selection of Fords in stock. You'll find Jovinos, Mustangs, Thunderbirds, Falcons, and the new Maverick in dozens of different body styles. Remember, you can't say Carmody without saying car. And for the best deal on a car, see Bill Rowe, Joe Zostak, or Jack Carmody. A good bunch of guys to do business with at Carmody Ford. Before you buy, check the Carmody deal. You'll like doing business at Carmody. Their overhead is low, and at Carmody Ford, everybody works to serve their customers. There are no padded payrolls. Every dollar you pay goes into automobile value. Take the pleasant drive to Greenwich. It's only minutes to Carmody, your country Ford dealer. For the best deal on a car, see the men at Carmody Ford and Mercury. You can't say Carmody without saying car. And the best deal on a car is at Carmody Ford and Mercury at the junction of routes 29 and 40 in busy Greenwich. We're going to the top of the fourth inning. The Mets leading two to one after three. Nolan Ryan dueling with Mike McCormick. And the first batter for the Mets will be Joe Foy, who drove in two Mets runs in the first inning with a single to center field. 
Mets have had two runs on three hits. Don Fendenen picking up two hits along with Joe Ford. Giants have one run on one hit. Base hit by Hal Lanier. And now Joe Foy, the batter. Joe, Joe, a right-hand batter, and the first pitch is a screwball. It's over for a call strike. Foy hitting 183 now has seven, make it eight runs better than he's had one home run. And McCormick, a left-hander, and the one-strike delivery is a curveball inside. So he breaks one the other way, and the count evens at one ball and one strike. McCormick with a record of one and one this year. one pitch, slow curveball that hangs up high and it's two balls and one strike. I got some trivia for you, Lindsay. McCormick attended Mark Keppel High School in Alhambra, California. Ho, ho, ho. Chamber covered. Two run and the pitch. Hit hard in the hole and on through in the left field as a near dies for it and he cannot come up with it. So Foy is two for two along with Don Clendenin. The Mets now have four hits. And it brings up Al White. Al was struck out his first time up. That's leading by a 2-1 margin with no one out. We're in the top of the fourth. Now McCormick working from the set position. Weiss hitting at 2-11. The runner going. The pitch is swung on and missed. A big jump by Foy, and he steals the base easily. Joe Foy with a stolen base, and he did it on the pitcher. He got a tremendous jump. That is his fifth stolen base of the year. Foy now has five out of seven for the Mets, and he is in scoring position. Al Weiss protecting him as he swung at the pitch. One strike count. Boy, last year at 37 stolen bases for Kansas City. Al McCormick, again from the set position. And the pitch to Weiss. Curveball low and inside. McCormick trying to keep the pitch inside to keep Weiss from hitting behind the runner. One ball and one strike. Gil Hodges believes that one of the most important plays in baseball is when a batter gives himself up and hits a ground ball toward the second baseman. In a situation like this, no one out, a runner at second base. Now the pitch. It is again the low inside curveball, too low for ball two. Two balls and one strike. Signs go out. McCormick working very slowly. Sets up again. And the 2-1 pitch. It is low at the knees. A call strike two in the count. Two balls and two strikes. McCormick coming back with a fastball knee high. Weiss batting for the right-hand side all the way since last year. And the 2-2 pitch is swung on and missed, and now Weiss is struck out for the second time. 
McCormick got him with an inside curveball. The only thing that's going to impress you about a White House cigar is how it tastes compared to other cigars. To really appreciate a White House cigar, you have to smoke their cigar. Now Duffy Dyer, the batter. Duffy flied to center field his first time up. Right-hand batter. Batting a 208 for the year. Duffy has yet to drive in a run this year. Runner at second base. One man out, top of the fourth. The Mets lead 2-1. to one. And a play on at second base. Boy, gets back just in time. The throw taken by Ron Hunt. And the throw was away from Hunt. And he had to make a good play to catch the ball. He had to reach over Foy and catch the ball and keep it from going in the center field. Now McCormick again has Hunt at the bag, and this time he does not throw as Foy gets back before any action took place. Giants trying to hold a very fast man, Joe Foy, close to the bag at second in case of a play at the plate on a base hit to the outfield. Here's the pitch. Slow curveball over the inside corner, strike one. McCormick takes a lot off the curve. One strikeout. Cormick now sets up. And the play. Foy is stealing. It is inside. The throw to third is not in time. And Joe Foy has stolen his second base of the inning. That is number six for Joe Foy this season. He got again a big jump. So now the Giants will probably set their infield in which gives Duffy Dyer a much better chance to hit with one man out here in the top of the fourth. Mets have a lot of base dealing potential in their lineup this year. Slow curveball, top that to the mound, and Tommy feels it, shovels off underhanded to the catcher Dick Beach, and the players made the play in time on Troy as he slides into the tag. On the fielder's choice, Dyer is at first base, and we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is your New York Mets Baseball Station in Saratoga Springs, New York. WKAJ-FM 102.3 on your dial. Ralph Kanner, along with Lindsey Nelson and Bob Murphy from San Francisco, California. Play at the plate, a good play by Mike McCormick, cutting off Joe Foy, trying to score from third. Now it's Duffy Dyer at first base with two men out in the top of the fourth. The Mets leading by one, and the batter is Nolan Ryan. First pitch to Nolan, a slow curveball, too low for a ball. Ryan has had one hit and eight times up this year. And McCormick back again, and a fastball is swung on and missed it. One and one. One ball, one strike. Dyer not being held on at first base as Tony McCovey plays behind him. Next pitch is hit hard down to the shortstop. Amiri makes a one-hand grab, races to the back of the second for the fourth play, taking a base hit away from Ryan and concluding the inning. No runs, one hit. No errors, a man left at first. And the score in the middle of the fourth inning. The New York Mets two, the San Francisco Giants one. I am a-going on 
Something's good and natural. You can't rush it. You leave it alone to age, and that's how we make a natural beer. At Rheingold, we don't try to speed up carbonation. We let the beer age long enough to carbonate itself naturally, giving it a good extra dry natural taste. It's expensive to make beer by natural carbonation because we can't make it any faster than nature. Natural Rheingold. It is high time that I was. Rheingold Breweries Incorporated, New York, New York, and Orange, New Jersey, ask you to help keep America beautiful. Bottom half of the fourth inning, the Mets leading the Giants by a two-to-one score, and the first batter for the Giants will be the right fielder, Ken Henderson. Ken hit into a double play his first time up. Left-hand batter against the right-hander, Norman Ryan, hitting at 377. Ryan has struck out two in the ballgame. He has been reached for one run on one hit. A walk to Bob Taylor cost him the run. It was driven in by Bobby Bonds on the grounder to third. And the first pitch, a curve that's lowest ball one. Ryan has walked two batters in the ballgame, both on four pitches, but he has not been wild by being very wild, he has missed very closely. Now back again in the high inside fastball for ball two. He'll be pitching to Ken Henderson, Willie McCovey, and Dick Dietz here in this inning. And the right-hander's next pitch is swung on and foul back. Henderson going for a high fastball on the count. Two balls and one strike. And the next delivery is fouled back against the screen. Again, the fastball, it's two and two. Ryan with a record of one win and one loss, in spite of the fact that in his first two decisions, going all the way, he gave up only three hits. And the next delivery at 2-2 is a curve that's low. And a full count to Ken Henderson. On deck batter, Willie McCovey. Big pitch coming up here for Ryan. He takes the windup and delivers. And he misses just off the outside corner with a fastball. That pitch was very, very close. That walks Henderson and brings up Willie McCovey with no one out in the bottom of the fourth inning and the Mets trying to protect a one-run lead. McCovey with a shift on grounded to Joe Foy, the third baseman, and he was playing in the normal second baseman's position. Al Weiss, the second baseman, is in shallow right field. And the first pitch to McCovey is a curveball too low for a ball. Bud Harrelson, the shortstop, left in the normal shortstop position. Similar shift devised by Lou Boudreaux on Ted Williams. Pitch back, a fastball, swung on a miss. One and one. 
One ball, one strike. Covey had a big swing, as you could probably hear from the fans. Now the pitch. Third ball, and again, a swing and a miss. Good pitch by Ryan. He had McCovey fooled, and the Cavs one and two. McCovey's had six home runs this year, 17 runs batted in. He's hitting at 200. And Ryan's next delivery, a fastball right through the middle of the plate. McCovey stepped out of the batter's box as some dust blew by, and the Mexican hitting time was not called. And here comes Gil Hodges out to argue. The umpire has to call time, and the batter cannot get it unless the umpire agrees to give it to him. And you'd have to believe from the way Duffy Dyer and Ryan acted that the umpire did not call time. He just gave the pitch to Willie McCovey. And that's what Gil Hodges is contending. Pitch was right down the middle, a fastball. And McCovey stepped out of the batter's box while Ryan was in the act of delivering because of the dust that flew by. So we have our second argument of the day. The first was lost by the Giants on a play at first base, and now it's Gil Hodges saying he wants McCovey struck out. As technically, time was not called. Now Ken Burkhart, the first base umpire, is taking up the argument. All four umpires are at home plate trying to help out Andy Olson, who had a decision reversed by his fellow umpires in Los Angeles. Now Gil apparently has been satisfied, and he is going back to the dugout. Possibly not satisfied, but he has given up the argument. And the Govey still at the plate. Umpires go back to their stations. Burkhart to first base, Sudal to second, D-Wire to third. And Ryan looks in for another sign. Runner at first base, he represents the time run. And the pitch, curveball high and away. Duffy Dyer down to send out the sign. And Ryan sets. Here's the pitch. Fastball grounded toward Foy, the second baseman. Foy charges. He has no play at second base. Picks up the out at first. There's no one at third. And going over is Ryan to cover. And the throw is perfect by Don Flambeau. And Ryan takes the throw and makes the catch. Naturally, with the shift on, Harrelson, the shortstop, was over covering second base. If Foy had time to throw there, there was nobody at third. Boy, of course, the third baseman playing at the second baseman's position, the second baseman playing in right field. And so Henderson thought he could make it over to third. Ryan, the pitcher, coming from the pitcher's mound, beat him to the bag. And a perfect throw by Don Clendenin, as just about everybody was running toward third base. You don't see too many 5-3-1 double plays. So that's right, it's a 5-3-1 double play. And the Giants lose a base runner from scoring position on the gamble. And now the batter will be the catcher, Dick Deitch, and he takes the first pitch low, it's ball one. Five-three-one double play started from second base. <laughs> and finished at third. And finished at third. Now there's a new one for you. That's the second double play for the Mets in the game. Anderson was involved in that one, too. The next pitch is slow, and it's ball two. 
Dietz was struck out his first time up on a fastball. He's batting 391 for the year with six home runs and 21 runs batted in. The 2-0 pitch. It's in the dirt. Curveball missing and the count three balls, no strikes. Well, they say in baseball you see something new every day. We can chalk this one up today, Lindsay. Well, it's that way. I never saw that play before, believe me. Three balls, no strikes. Ryan into the windup and the pitch to Dietz. It's in for a call strike. Now 3-1, the pitch back is high in its ball four, and Ryan has walked his second batter of this inning and his fourth in the ballgame. So again, the tie run is at first base, and the batter this time is Jim Davenport. Jim on a fastball right out the right field his first time up. Deets not being held on at first base by Clendenin. He's playing behind him. And the pitch. High fastball, ball one. Mets have two runs on four hits. The Giants have one run and one hit. And Nolan Ryan, the young fireballer, working to Jim Davenport. And the next pitch is high. Davenport was starting the swing and then held off. It's two balls and no strikes. The other day, Wes Parker was asked if Ryan was the fastest pitcher in the league, and he said, no one throws harder. The 2-0 pitch. And a curveball that's inside, and the count now 3-0. In Ryan's loss to the Dodgers, in which he gave up two hits the start of this road trip, he was throwing his curveball when he was behind and getting the curveball over. Today, he has not been able to do that. Of course, that would be a mark of an outstanding pitcher. And a 3-0, the pitch. It's in for a call strike, and it's 3-1. On deck batter, a left fielder, Bob Taylor. Now at 3-1. Pitch is swung on and missed, and a full count, 3-2. Runner at first base, Dick Dietz will be running. Infield. Notified of that. Here's the 3-2 pitch. The runner going, and it's fouled off. The cow remains at 3-2, and, and Dietz goes back first. New ball put in play, and Ryan goes off the pitching mound to rub it up. Baltimore got a run. Now a pitch inside and high ball four. And Ryan has walked his fourth, his third man in the inning. And it brings up the left fielder, Bob Taylor. That is his fifth walk in the ballgame. In the Baltimore-Chicago game, the White Sox four Baltimore three after six and a half innings. Time call because of rain. Baltimore got a run in the seventh on Frank Robinson's fourth home run of the year. 
Taylor's a left-hand batter. He walked on four pitches his first time up and has scored the only giant run. Let's lead two to one. Giants threatening. And a curve is high and away ball one. Rube Walker, the pitching coach of the Mets, now trotting out to the mound. Ken Henderson led off the inning on a 3-2 walk. Willie McCovey was next, and with the shift on, Willie grounded to Joe Foy, the third baseman, playing in the second baseman's position with the second baseman in shallow right field. Foy had no play on... Henderson at second base on the slow ground ball by McCovey. He threw over to first base, and McCovey was out. There was no one covering third, and Henderson, trying to go to third, was out when Fendenen threw to Ryan, who finally covered the bag. Then Dick Dietz walked in a 3-1 pitch, and Jim Davenport walked in a 3-2 pitch to put runners back on. Now the pitch to Taylor, it's way inside, and low on its ball, too. Two balls, no strikes. Taylor is a stocky left-hand batter. Small strike zone, the 2-0 pitch. Swung on and missed. And it's 2-1. Taylor batting 133. Two hits and 15 times up. Two balls, one strike. Ryan sets. And the pitch. Swung on and missed, strike two. So Ryan back even at two and two. Been a long inning with all the walk. Ryan sets, checks at second base, and the pitch to the plate. It is just low, and that pitch was close. That fills the count. So the runners will be going, two men away. The count three and two on Bob Taylor, the on-deck batter, Hal Lanier. I'm having trouble trying to get that final out. And the pitch. It is hot foul into the stand. So Ryan gets it over, but Taylor spoils it. Ryan will have to do it all over again. Jim Davenport had the count three and two and fouled one off and then walked. Signs go out. Ryan sets up. The runners go. The pitch swung on and missed, and Ryan strikes out Bob Taylor to end the inning. That's his third strikeout in the inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, three walks, and two men left on. And the score, at the end of four, the Mets two, the Giants one. Well, Mets fans, we're into another season, and we hope a really great one for your ball club. Friendly Freddy is also going into another season of car washing, a really great one for his club. Friendly Freddy's is the only fully automatic car wash in Saratoga Springs. Their motto is, nothing for you to do but sit back and relax. Friendly Freddy's car wash offers you the quickest and most convenient car washing service in Saratoga. 
They're located on High Rock Avenue, one block off Lake Avenue. At Friendly Freddy's, they have a facility for everyone. A coin-operated wash for the do-it-yourselfers, the most up-to-date vacuum cleaners, and, of course, the automatic car wash. You just drive in, stay in your automobile, and before you know it, your car is coming out cleaned and, if you like, waxed. All this service for only $1.25. Wax is 50 cents extra. Believe me, Mets fans, this is a bargain with today's inflated prices. Come on in and give them a try. Mets will have the top of the batting order up here in the fifth inning now. Through four innings of play at Candlestick, it's the New York Mets two runs on four hits and no errors. The San Francisco Giants one run, only one hit and no errors. A.G. had a ten-game hitting streak coming into today's game. He's gone 0 for 2 so far. He flies to right and he grounded out short to first. Mike McCormick has walked two and struck out two so far. The New York Mets will be in San Diego tomorrow night. We'll be on the air at 10.25 p.m. New York time. It'll be a Saturday afternoon game at San Diego and then a Sunday doubleheader. We'll be televising the first game on Sunday from San Diego. The Mets will travel back to New York on Monday and open up on Tuesday night at Chase Stadium in New York against the Los Angeles Dodgers. A.G. is in and waiting left-hander. Mike McCormick takes the sign. Goes into the motion. Here's the pitch. High for a ball. Bud Harrelson is on deck. The Mets are leading here by a score of 2-1. to one. Wind blowing out toward right characteristically here at Candlestick. And that pitch misses outside. Here's a final score in the American League. The Minnesota Twins have defeated the Cleveland Indians by a score of 4-1. to one. Luis Tiad got his fourth win of the year. He's lost none, and Steve Hargan took the loss. Here's a swing and a high pop to the right side. Hunt retreats into right field, and Ken Henderson moves up and calls him off. Henderson makes the catch. One away, Bud Harrelson's the batter. Been up twice without a hit. Brought a four-game hitting streak into the ballgame. He has hit safely in 16 of the 18 games played by the Mets this year. At Sox Park in Chicago, midway of the seventh inning, the White Sox are leading the Baltimore Orioles by a score of 4-3, to three, and time has been, be- had been called there because of rain in Chicago. That pitch is low for a ball. The Baltimore run in the seventh was a home run by Frank Robinson, his fourth of this season. Barmick's pitch. Swung on and line in the right center. Could be in between. Can Barnes catch up? He can't. It's over him and all the way to the wall. Harrison is at second, and he's going to try for three. But Harrison going on in standing at third with a triple, and it is his fourth triple of this season. A power blast for the little man who found some power somewhere this year, and he's been delivering it. Harrison tripling with one man out. It was to right center, and Bobby Bonds, who has a world of speed, started over. Couldn't catch up because it was beyond him. Now, Cleon Jones is coming up as the Giants have to play the infield in. Cleon has walked and flied to center so far. The Mets leading by a score of 2-1 to one and making a bid here to get another run in. Harrelson at third with one man out. Leon Jones settled himself carefully, slowly into the batter's box. Mike McCormick now into the motion. And the pitch is high and tight for a ball. 
Waiting on deck is Don Clendenin. Frank Reberg is up and throwing again in the bullpen for the San Francisco Giants. He's the right-hander they got from San Diego. This pitch misses inside. McCormick goes behind 2-0 to Cleon Jones. He's walked two, and he struck out two in this ballgame. Mets have five hits, and the Giants have one. Infield in. Harrelson leading down the line from third. Jones steps back for a moment. Here's a 2-0 pitch. Swung on, and it's fouled off his foot. Rolls back out to the mound. 2-1 and one is the count to Cleon Jones. Boston Red Sox beat the Oakland A's today by a score of 8-7. That's the fifth consecutive loss for Charlie... No other action going in the afternoon in the National League. There are three games in the National League tonight. Cubs are at Atlanta. There's a swing and a drive down the left field line. A foul ball going into the Met bullpen. Ripped on there off the bat of Jones. That evens the count at 2-2. Houston Astros are at St. Louis tonight. The Montreal Expos are at Los Angeles. The Atlanta Braves, of course, have been scratching around for pitching. They signed Dick Farrell a few days ago, never used him, before releasing him in favor of Ronnie Klein. They lost Upshaw and Reed through injuries. 2-2 pitch, swung on, hit on the ground to the right side, goes through for a base hit with a drawn in infield. It scores Harrelson, and Jones is on with a single right and a run batted in. Well, that's the case of a ground ball that went through with the infield in. That could have been fielded had the infield been back. The Mets take a 3-1 lead. Don Clendenin is 2-for-2 two two here in this game. He has scored one run, hitting cleanup, and manager Gil Hodges met batting order. Jones takes the lead at first. McCormick throws over. Not in time. Jones is back safely. Reberger continues to throw in the bullpen for the Giants. Again, a throw to first, and Jones is back safely. Boy stole two bases in the fourth inning. Stole second, stole third. So, McCormick's trying to keep a short halter on Jones. He's running, and the pitch is swung on and popped up foul out of play down right field way. Goes into the seats. Jones comes back. Bill Hodges puts on a lot of must-run plays as this year since he has speed on the ball club, meaning the runner takes off and it's up to the discretion of the batter. Sometimes called a run and hit as opposed to a hit and run where the batter should protect the runner. Throw to first, not in time. Svoboda's on deck. Throw to first. Jones is back safely. This will be a strike one delivery. Foul back and out of play. It goes to two strikes now to Don Clendenin. 
Jones leaves it first. McCovey holds against him there. Two-strike delivery. Swung on and fouled off. The count holds at two strikes. Tomorrow night in San Diego, it'll be Tom Seaver for the New York Mets going after his fifth win of the year against Al Santorini of the San Diego Padres. Santorini from New Jersey and had a victory over the Mets last year. Here's a throw to first. Jones is hung up. He was off and running. He's in a rundown now. McCovey is catching him up, faking as he goes, and tags him out. So, Leon Jones is picked off. One, three, four, three is the way the play went. So, Leon was finally picked, and there are two men out. He was off and moving, and so the left-hander Made the play at first, and he was in the rundown. So there are two men out now. The count to Clendenin to play this two strikes. The Mets are leading in the game by a score of three to one. That pitch is high for a ball. One, two, delivery. And it is high, curveball. Two, two. Dietz and McCormick each thought they might get a strike call. Each took a step toward the dugout. But Andy Olson, the umpire behind the plate, said it was out of the strike zone. The count evens at two, two. Now swinging a foul ball off and out of play. Eddie Yost comes way down off the coaching lines to retrieve that foul ball. McCormick sets up, looks for the sign, goes into the motion, 2-2 pitch. Below, and it's off the glove of Beats rolling away, and McCormick's gone full now. With two men out, nobody on base. Bud Harrelson tripled and was brought home by Cleon Jones. To give the Mets that third run. Here's the payoff pitch. It's fouled off. Count continues. That three and two to Don Clendenin. Clendenin spent most of his major league career with the Pittsburgh Pirates, and he used to wear the early New York Mets out. He was a terror for the Mets in the Pittsburgh uniform. Here's the payoff pitch. Strong on, line to short, where it is corralled by Lanier, who hangs on to a ripping line drive for the out. So it's one run on two, it's no errors and none left in the middle of the fifth inning. The score is the New York Mets three and the Giants one. Sally, come in. Oh, hi, Dolly. Is Andy home? Sure. Andy, Sally Stern's here to see you. Hi, Sally. What's up? Oh, hey, Andy, if you got a minute, I need some of that Granatelli advice about cars. Shoot. Our son Larry is driving to Florida. I want to have the car checked out, but I don't know what should be done. Well, Sally, before anyone takes a car on a trip, 
They should have their service station check tire pressures, headlights, windshield wiper blades, and have them change the oil. Don't forget the STP, Andy. Dolly, how could I? Especially when you're on the road, Sally. Higher speeds can mean greater engine wear, but STP oil treatment helps eliminate friction, heat, and wear. It clings to metal parts and lubricates better than motor oil alone ever could. So you run smoother, cooler, quieter, longer. I recommend adding a can of STP whenever you change oil. Thanks, Andy. Is there anything else? Well, I could tell Larry about a little place I know in Miami where all the girls... Andy! STP is the racer's hatch. We're going to the bottom of the fifth. First, we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. You're listening to New York Mets Baseball on WKAJ-FM 102.3 in Saratoga Springs, New York, the home of the New York Mets. This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Conner and Bob Murphy at Candlestick Park in San Francisco. Al Lanier up. Ryan's first pitch is low for a ball. Lanier's been up one time and he had a base hit. Ryan delivers. And it's in there for a call strike. One and one. Ryan has struck out three and he's walked five here today. He walked three batters in the bottom of the fourth. 1-1 one, one delivery. Swung on it in the air to center field. And A.G. is going back. He's there. Makes the catch. A.G. having a little trouble as he got back to the wind. Going out rather stiffly out there. He got back set and then sort of ducked his head away as he grabbed it. But there's one man out and Mike McCormick's coming up. Been up one time and sacrificed. So officially he has not been charged with the time at bat. Jim McAndrew is walking from the bullpen area down toward the dugout now. He is scheduled to pitch the Saturday game for the Mets against the San Diego Padres. Jim McAndrew. Pitch to the left-hand batter. Swung on it on the ground. And it is taken at second by Weiss and played the first inside. Weiss had the range way over in the hole between first and second to glove that ground ball. Play on to get McCormick. Two away. Bobby Bonds will be the batter. Struck out and grounded out to drive in a run. The original Met is here this afternoon. The first man ever selected by the New York Mets in their expansion draft before the 1962 season. Hobie Landreth. He's in business here in the greater San Francisco area. There's a swing and a foul ball back and out of play. His younger son recently underwent an operation for the amputation of a leg. Here's a pitch to Bobby Bond. Swung on and missed. A malignant tumor was discovered in his ankle and the amputation followed. Two men out. Nobody on base. This will be a two-strike pitch to Bobby Bond. Nolan Ryan delivers. And this is low and away. So it's one and two. When Landreth was selected as the first Met in the expansion draft, it was an interesting situation. Here's a pitch. Swung on and missed. Struck him out to retire the side. We'll finish that story later. Four strikeouts for Nolan Ryan. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. And at the end of five full innings of play, the score is 
The Mets three and the Giants one. For fast personal service, Shop Globe Supply, downtown Saratoga, the store with over 10,000 different items always in stock. For the do-it-yourselfer, Globe Supply has electrical supplies, hardware, automotive supplies, household appliances, and a large assortment of garden tools. You'll find abundant locksmith on the premises at all times. If you need a lock repaired, a key duplicated, or a lock changed, call Globe Supply. You'll find plenty of free parking at the rear of the store, and Globe Supply is open daily from 8.30 a.m. to 6 p.m., Friday nights until 9 p.m. What would your child do about his college expenses if, if something should happen to you, or if the money you had saved had to go toward a sudden expense? With John Hancock's educational plan, he's guaranteed the full value of the policy if something happens to you. That will help him get a college education, a chance for a better job, and an estimated $180,000 in extra income for your child in later life. For a plan to meet your child's needs for educational funds, call Ben Yanklowitz, 783-5571, or write Ben Yank, Box J, Latham, New York. About Hobie Landreth, the Met catcher who was the first expansion draft selection, and somebody said to Casey Stengel, the manager of the Mets then, why did you select a catcher as your first choice? Casey thought a minute and said, because if you don't have a catcher, you have all pass balls, which seemed as good a reason as any. Hobie was traded from the New York Mets to Baltimore. And another interesting thing that happened is his older son, Gary, had been around the ball club. And so Hobie went to him when he was traded and said, son, I've been traded and think you ought to know it. And the boy said, oh, I know that. I've known it a couple of days. I was in the dugout. I heard Mr. Stingle talking on the phone to Mr. Weiss, and I knew you were traded, but I didn't tell you because you told me never to repeat anything I heard in the dugout or in the locker room. Ron Swoboda's up. Here's Mike McCormick with a pitch. Swung on and fouled off. Swoboda with a batting average now of 244. Through five innings, the Mets three runs, six hits, no errors. Giants one run, one hit, no errors. Breaking pitch right in there. Good curveball for a call strike two to Swoboda. There's a swing and a foul ball. Count holds at two strikes. Candlestick Park, which uh, will be considerably remodeled in the course of the next year, which already has an artificial turf. Two-strike pitch outside, one and two. Of course, the big problem at Candlestick through the years has been the wind. The giant organization has become a little touchy about it also. Here's the one-two pitch. Swung on it on the ground up the middle. It's a base hit for Ron Svoboda. Fielded out there by Bonds and played back. So it's a leadoff hit. Joe Foy is coming up. He's been up twice. He's had two hits. He's driven in two runs. And he's stolen two bases. That was base hit number seven for the Mets in this game. Some members of the Giant organization were saying yesterday that 
to hear some of the comments around town that you would think that the Giants brought the win with them when they came out from New York. They would like to point out that he's always been here. Here's a pitch low for a ball. Frank Reberger gets up to throw again now in the giant bullpen. The Mets are leading by a score of three to one. McCormick checks the runner at first. He's running. Here's a swing and a ground ball foul. Off and out of play. That'll bring Swoboda back. Jones was picked off by McCormick in the last inning. With a considerable amount of speed on the ball club. Gil Hodges had ma has made the Mets this year a running ball club. They run at the slightest provocation. Here's a pitch low and inside. Dug out neatly with a one-hand stab by catcher Dick Deep. Speed is a quality much to be desired in almost any sport you can think of. Old baseball men used to say it's the one quality that will serve you well on offense or defense in baseball. Go to first and Swoboda's back safely. There is nobody out. This will be a 2-1 pitch. Another try at first base, but Swoboda's back safely. Swoboda was out there with a short lead sort of rocking, and McCormick threw over if you're going to go, 2 one's an excellent pitch to go on. He doesn't go, but it's ripped up the alley and left center by Foy. It'll be a base hit, one hop, and over the wall, a ground rules double. It hops over the wall. Swoboda's being held up at third. And it's a double for Foy. And so Paul hit way out there, the edge of the AstroTurf. He bounded over the left field fence. It takes a high hop coming off the artificial turf. Here comes Clyde King, the giant manager. There goes the sign to the bullpen. That's all for McCormick. Reberger will be coming in. The Mets will have runners at second and third with nobody out. And Al Weiss will be coming up. But we're going to get a pitching change right here. Interesting thing about that play was the fact that Lee Wire, the umpire at third was moving around into position for the possible play there. He looked up and saw the ball over the fence, but he didn't know whether it got over there on the fly or got over there on the hop. So he gave no sign of any kind until he got some assistance. Reberger has arrived at the mound now. McCormick has gone to the dugout. Manager Clyde King's going back. McCormick worked five innings and faced two batters here in the sixth. Charged so far with three runs on eight hits, struck out two and walked two. Reberger is coming in to make his eighth appearance of the year. He had three starts. He worked against the Mets in the first game of this series for two innings, gave up no runs on one hit. His overall record is no wins and one loss. At San Diego last year, he had a record of one win and two losses. He's from Carwell, Idaho. As he warms up to check us out on scores, here's Bob Murphy. 
All right, Lindsay, the other action in the National League will be tonight. Chicago playing at Atlanta. In the ball game, Billy Williams will play his 1,000th consecutive game and become the only National League player in history to play that many ball games without missing one. Houston and St. Louis, the Astros trying to snap an eight-game losing streak. All eight losses on this road trip. And Montreal and the Dodgers play in Los Angeles. In the American League this afternoon with Rico Pepperselli, George Scott, and Billy Canigliaro all hitting home runs. The Red Sox shaded Oakland 8-7. to seven. Gary Peters the winner and Jim Rowland the loser. For Oakland, Felipe Lou and Frank Fernandez hit home runs. Final score, Boston 8 and Oakland 7. The A's now have lost five in a row. Luis Tian picked up the, his fourth win of the year as Minnesota beat Cleveland 4-1. to one. Hargan was the loser. Killebrew, Allier, and Cardenas hit home runs for Minnesota and Greg Nettles for Cleveland. Chicago 4, Baltimore 3. They're in the seventh inning and being held up because of rain. Milwaukee at Washington tonight, Detroit at Kansas City tonight. And now we have a pinch hitter coming up and to tell you all about it and pick up the action, Lindsey Nelson. All right, Bob Murphy, manager Gil Hodges wastes no time in going to his left-hand batter. Now that there's a right-hand pitcher out there, it's Boswell batting for White. Their runners at second and third for the Mets. The Giants play the infield in, and there's nobody out. The Mets are leading by a score of 3-1. to one. Here's the pitch now to Boswell, and it hits him. He is a hit batsman, and he's going down to first base. That one was tight and came all the way back to the screen. Of course, the ball is dead when it hits him, and there's no advance possible for base runners who hold. And Boswell goes to first, a hit batsman. He's all right. Duffy Dyer comes up with the bases loaded. Dyer has been up twice without a hit. He has not yet batted in a run this season. He's hitting 200. The Giants leave the infield in. Reberger with the pitch, working straight away. And it's low for a ball. The Mets making a bid to break it open here now in the top half of the sixth inning. They're leading by a score of 3-1, to one, but they're in a spot where a base hit can do their cause a lot of good now. Runners at first, second, and third. Reberger with the pitch. And it's in there for a call strike to Duffy Dyer, one and one. Nolan Ryan is waiting on deck. Ron Swoboda is the runner at third. Joe Foy is at second. And Boswell is at first. Dietz flashes a sign out to the lanky right-hander who doesn't get it and backs off the mound. Now he's set again. One-one pitch. Way outside. Catcher Dietz has to move out there on one knee to Glovett. It's two balls and a strike to Dyer. Giant infield in. Jim Johnson, Frank Lindsay up and throwing in the bullpen for the Giants. A left-hander, Johnson. A right-hander, Lindsay. Two-run pitch. Swung on and tipped back in the glove of Dietz. It's two and two. Nolan Ryan starts to peel off the jacket now in the on-deck circle. Bright, clear, and sunny here in San Francisco with the wind blowing out toward right field. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Swung on and on the ground is short. 
play at the plate to force his accomplice. He's out. There is no relay. As Swoboda was crowding in, he hooked deep. And a call is being made, I believe, to call out Duffy Dyer at first for interference of Swoboda on deep as he was getting ready to go to first. Andy Olsen made the call as Swoboda went sliding in. Deeps had taken the throw. The force was on and stepped out a step in front of the plate. But Swoboda hooked him, tripped him. And Olsen is signaling down there that Dyer is also out. Now, Duffy Dyer is slowly coming off the bag. Yogi Berra is beside him. And here comes Jill Hodges out now. You want to discuss this a little further with Andy Olsen. Olsen called Dyer out at first because of the interference by Swoboda on the play at the plate. The first play was 6-2. It was from Lanier to Dietz. So now Hodges and Andy Olsen are discussing it. There are two men out. Runners at second and third. And pitcher Nolan Ryan is coming up. The Mets are leading 3-1. Nolan Ryan is 0 for 2. He's a right-hand batter. Ryan is 1 for 9 at the plate this year. He's hitting 111. Infield, of course, dropped back to normal depth now by the Giants with two men out. Mud runners lead at second and third. Reberger off the stretch, and it's high for a ball. Ron Hunt calls time, goes to the mound, looking into the dugout as he does. Willie McCovey calls time, goes to the mound. Catcher Dick Dietz goes to the mound. One and zero is the count. Nolan Ryan, meanwhile, has been called down by Eddie Yost, sign man at third. Boy, the runner at third has excellent speed. And keep in mind, the first game of this series that Bud Harrelson stole home. Here is a pitch that is high for a ball. Or rather, it was in, uh, in Los Angeles that Harrelson stole home. 2-0 of the count. Then Nolan Ryan, as he looks down to Eddie Yost. There's always the possibility of a two-odd squeeze with a circumstance like this, not a probability at all. That pitches in for a call strike. It's 2-1. That's three in the Giants' one. Two men out, two men on. Now Reberger backs off the rubber, steps up again. He's working straight away. Here's the 2-1 pitch. Swung on and missed. It's two and two. Tommy A.G. is next in the Met order. We're in the top of the sixth.
Uh, 2-2 pitch. Swung on and fouled off back at first out of play. If you score in the ballgame, catcher Dick Deets gets credit for the putout on the force play, and also he gets credit for the putout on the interference call. This will be a 2-2 pitch now to Nolan Ryan. Low, the count is full at 3-2. and two. Joe Foy at third, Ken Boswell at second. Here's the payoff pitch to Ryan. Swung on it in the air to right. And Henderson is drifting back, clips the glasses, edge of the warning track, makes the catch. Long fly ball hit by Ryan, but the Mets, after having had the bases loaded and nobody out, have failed to score. No runs on two hits and a hit batsman. No errors and two left. In the middle of the sixth, the score is the Mets three and the Giants one. The finest in Italian cuisine and a wide array of steaks, chops, and seafood await your dining pleasure at Mangino's Restaurant, located on the south end of Saratoga Lake. But there's a big difference between just ordinary Italian or American cuisine and Mangino's fine foods. At Mangino's, your order is never prepared hours before. Mangino's realize that good food cannot be hurried, and they ask you to give them a little time to prepare it properly. All dishes are prepared to your order when your order is placed, never before, and it hasn't been simmering away for hours or minutes. And that's the big difference at Mangino's. Why not enjoy eating Italian food the way it should be savored? And done at Mangino's Restaurant, located on the south end of Saratoga Lake on Route 9P, just two miles from Route 9. A complete line of Italian specialties are served to tempt the palate, and their steaks and chops and seafood are equally as delightful. Mangino's Restaurant, the home of truly fine foods, Route 9P, the south end of Saratoga Lake. Ken Boswell stays in the ballgame for the Mets at second base, as expected. Nolan Ryan will be facing Ron Hunt here in the bottom of the sixth. Ryan has struck out four and walked five. Now on one run on one hit. Hunt so far has walked and slide to right. Ron Hunt's batting average for the season stands right now at 393. pitch. Low for a ball. 1-0. Ken Henderson is on deck. 1-0 pitch. In there for a call strike, it's 1-1. One the fastball high away and it goes to two balls and one strike to Hunt. The Mets got two runs in the top of the first inning here today. 
Giants got one in the bottom of the third. The Mets added another in the top of the fifth. This is a breaking pitch low. Three balls and a strike to Ron Hunt trying to work out a walk. Looks down to Ozzie Virgil, the sign man at third. Three-one pitch. High walking. That is the sixth base on balls issued by Nolan Ryan. It is the third inning in which he has issued a leadoff walk. Walk Bob Taylor leading off in the third inning, and Taylor later scored the giant run. So it's Henderson up, and he's followed by McCovey. Off the stretch, Ryan Fitch. Low for a ball. Henderson. Walked as a leadoff man in the fourth inning. He grounded into a double play in the first inning. And Dunn holds against Hunt at first. Pitches swung on and missed. This one and one. The Mets three, the Giants one. In the bottom of the sixth inning at Candlestick Park in San Francisco. Henderson is a switch hitter. He's batting left against Ryan. Pitch misses out away. So it's two balls and a strike. Ryan has struggled in getting the ball over the plate today. Two on delivery. Swung on and popped up. An infield pot near the mound. Foy moves over and calls, and third baseman Joe Foy puts it away. Unholds it first, and here comes McCovey. So the New York Mets start into their shift. That means third baseman Foy moves over on the second base side of the bag. Ken Boswell takes the station about five steps deep on the right field turf. Then Dunnan holds against the runner. Shortstop Bud Harrison moves over near the bag at second. And this pitch, high for a ball. The Mets, three runs, eight hits. The Giants, one run, one hit. Pitch to McCovey. Swung on and foul back. It's one and one. Two previous times up today with the shift on. On each occasion, McCovey has hit a ground ball to Foy on the second base side of the bag. This is a 1-1 pitch. And it's hit deep to center. It is way back, but A.G. has it lined up and makes the catch in center field. That all the way to second goes back to first. A.G.'s throw is to first, but not in time. So McCovey is out on a fly ball to deep center. And Dick Deets is coming up with two men out. Deets has struck out and walked so far. 
Deets is a right-hand batter. Nolan Ryan checks the runner at first and deals a pitch that's foul back. It's strike one. Crowd reaction to a catch made in the stand. Three Giants one. Giants batting in the bottom of the sixth inning. Breaking pitch is high. One and one. Ryan hasn't been able to get the curveball over today. He uh, struck out four and walked six. That misses high and away. So he goes behind the deeps now. Two balls and a strike. Ron hunts the runner at first. Two-one delivery. Foul back off the screen and out of play. Count holds at two-two now. And takes a moment before stepping up. Hunt takes a lead at first base. Pitch is swung out and miss. Ryan strikes out Deets for his fifth strike out of the ball game, and the side is retired. No runs, no hits, no errors. A walk and one left at the end of six full innings of play. The score is the Mets three and the Giants one. Some people say the dollar doesn't buy much anymore. But then some people have never been to McDonald's. McDonald's hamburgers are 100% beef. We never add filler. So how can we sell our hamburgers at such low prices? Well, we serve over two million a day. That brings the cost down a little. And even if it didn't, we wouldn't change. That's why McDonald's is your kind of place. There's a kid inside all of us. A kid who remembers the good taste of simple things. We think a lot of that kid at McDonald's. We use Idaho potatoes because they make the best French fries. And we cook them at exactly the right temperature to make them crisp and golden. If you remember the good taste of simple things, McDonald's is your kind of place. And now back to the time is 6 p.m. on WYZ. Now, while Frank Ruberger throws in his warm-ups, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. You're listening to New York Mets Baseball on WKAJ-FM 102.3 in Saratoga Springs, New York, the home of the New York Mets. Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kanner, seventh inning at Candlestick Park, Mets leading 3-1, and Tommy Agee leads off in the seventh. Tommy 0 for 3 this afternoon, twice has fly to right and has bounced to short. And the pitch is taken outside, ball one. They have resumed play in Chicago after being held up because of rain in the seventh inning. Drive, hit deep, the left field way back, it's going, and there it goes, a home run. A line drive home run for Tommy Agee, his second round cover of the season. 
The Mets lead 4-1. to one. Well, Joe Foy, Leon Jones, and Tommy Agee have all celebrated their return to the lineup here this afternoon. Foy singled two runs in, Jones singled a run in, and now Tommy Agee has hit a home run. Tommy's second home run, the other home run was off Lowell Palmer of the Phillies. He hit it to center field. This was a hard line drive, pulled a straightaway left field. Tommy Agee with the home run keeps his streak alive. He now has hit safely in 11 straight ball games. Bud Harrelson has something in his eye, and trainer Tom McKenna comes out to try and get it out for him. Harrelson tripled to right center his last time at bat, and for Bud, it was his fourth three-base hit of the year. That 11-game hitting streak matches the Mets club record. Bud Harrelson now steps in to face Frank Reberger. Here's the pitch on the way. And a fly ball in the air to short left field. Coming in, coming in. Bob Taylor, and the left fielder has it for the out. Mets leading 4-1 in the seventh inning. Cleon Jones coming up. Cleon single to right. His last time at bat driving home, Bud Harrelson after Bud's triple. Cleon was later picked off by Mike McCormick. New York now, four runs on nine hits, no errors, and... San Francisco, one run, one hit, and no errors. The only giant hit drove in a run. Jim Johnson, a left-hander. Frank Lindsay, a right-hander, working in the giant bullpen. A swing and a miss on a breaking ball, strike one. Don Clendenin is on deck, and then Ron Sporboda. Breeze blowing from left across toward right. Giants in the outfield playing Cleon a step toward left. And a half swing he held up in time. It broke low and away. One ball, one strike to Jones. Yogi Berra coaching at first base. Eddie Yost at third. Now the 1-1 delivery. Low and outside. It's two balls and a strike. The home run by Agee, the first hit off Reberger since he came in. Now it's low outside, ball three, three and one. Reberger, tall, thin right-hander. Ground ball hits slowly, racing for it, McCovey. Now he throws the ball off balance, he can't make a play. Jones is on with an infield hit. A slow bouncer in the no-man's land. McCovey leaving the bag, angling toward the mound, fielded the ball. He's left-handed, and as a result, after getting the ball in his glove, he just was not in position to throw the ball to first base with anything on it. And Cleon beats it out for a base hit. Cleon's second hit of the game. He now has two for three and a walk. Don Clendenin, the batter. Clendenin has two for three in his last time up. He hit a brutal line drive that was caught by Lanier. It was hit so hard it knocked Lanier down when he caught it. Now Reberger off the stretch. And the pitch thrown, low outside, ball one. 
Ron Swoboda occupies the on-deck circle. Glendennan has a lot of power. Right-hand hitter, they play him around the left. And a curve on the outside corner, a strike. One ball and one strike. The White Sox got two runs in the seventh inning after play resumed. The White Sox now lead the Orioles 6-3 to three as they go to the eighth inning. And a ground ball hit toward the middle, running forward as Honey smothers it, throws to second out. What a play by Ron Hunt. A spectacular fielding play by Hunt. A ground ball hit right up the middle of the diamond. Hunt left his feet. Hit a head first to dive through the air, smothered the ball, and while stretched out on the ground, flipped the ball to the nearest second for the force play on Cleon Jones. Well, Don Condennan very easily could have four for four here today. Last two times at bat, he has had bases taken away from him. Ron Hunt has had quite a series against his old teammates. Ron Swoboda has walked, bounced to short, and singled to center, one for two. Mets leading 4-1, top of the seventh inning. Now the pitch by Reberger, swing and a miss, strike one. Mets have had at least one hit in every inning of the ball game, with the exception of the second. Down comes the pitch. And a hard slider on the outside corner. Strike two. New York four runs on ten hits. The Giants one run on one hit. Now Reberger makes the stop. There goes the runner. The pitch is over. Strike three call. When Dunham was running, the Swoboda has called out on strike. Tried retired. One run. There were two hits. No errors, one left on. Now, in the middle of the seventh inning, the New York Mets four and the San Francisco Giants one. Mets return to Shea Stadium to start their homestand on Tuesday night. The Dodgers are in town. Eight games on the next homestand, three with the Dodgers, three with the Giants, and two with Montreal. Giants are in Shea Stadium next weekend, Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday afternoons. And tickets for the up-and-coming homestand and all home games for the Mets this year are on sale at many outlets throughout the metropolitan area. As we approach the weekend, we'd like to remind you the advanced sale window at Shea Stadium is open seven days a week for your convenience. There are more than 300 other ticket outlets open all over the New York area at the branches of the Manufacturers Hanover Trust Company and Chase Manhattan Banks. Mets again are operating a ticket booth at Grand Central Station at the foot of the 42nd Street and Vanderbilt Avenue ramp. Also during regular store hours at Macy's and the Wall Whitman Shopping Center in Huntington. Advanced tickets for all home games may also be obtained at any Howard Clothes stores. Box seat tickets are priced at $4 and $3.50. Reserve seats cost $3, $2.75 and $2.50. Tickets may also be ordered through the mail by addressing ticket manager Shea Stadium, Pleasure, New York. Such orders carry a 25-cent service charge to cover the cost of handling and mailing.
For the Giants, Jim Davenport faces Nolan Ryan in the last of the seventh inning. Ryan out of his windup fires the express at its inside ball one. The tail end of the batting order coming up. Clyde King has Frank Lindsay working in the bullpen. Davenport has fly to right and reached on a walk. Curve over the inside corner a strike, one ball and one strike. Al Lanier has the only hit off Nolan Ryan. He's singled back in the third inning to help build the Giants run. The 1-1 delivery. Line to the air to right center, running hard, Tommy A.G. And he runs it down. There he drops the ball. He had it his throat for a moment. And Davenport goes into second. That's a double. A.G. after a long run into right center field. Stretched out and had the ball on his fingertips just for an agonizing moment. He didn't have the ball in the pocket of his glove. He had it right in the fingertips. It wouldn't stay there. It hit and rolled toward the fence. And Davenport is on second with a double. Giants have their second hit of the ball game, and it brings up Bob Taylor, the left fielder. He walked back in the third and later scored for the Giants. His second time at bat, he went down swinging. That's the second base hit. Fouled back over the screen by Bob Taylor in the counter strike one. Bob Taylor is a rookie. Quite a backlog of minor league experience. He spent eight years in the minor leagues. And last year he had 331 in the Pacific Coast League. Steve Whittaker is around the bat rack. Hal Lanier is on deck and then the pitcher Reberger is scheduled up. So Steve Whittaker is around the bat rack. It's in for a call strike to Bob Taylor. Nolan Ryan with a two strike count. Today's game, Ryan has walked six and struck out five. Allowed one run, two base hits. Now Nolan makes the one-second stop. And the pitch on the way, foul down the left field line, no play. He hit that one late, trying to get around on the fastball. Nolan Ryan's first start this year, he shut out the Phillies. He allowed one hit, a single by Denny Doyle. His second start, he allowed two hits and lost the game 1-0. Bob Taylor waiting. Swing and a miss. He got him. Strikeout number six for Nolan Ryan. Now Hal Lanier will be coming on to hit. Nolan Lanier is being called back. And Steve Whitaker is going to bat for Hal Lanier. This is Steve Whitaker hitting for Lanier. Lanier has been hitting the ball well. Bobby Heiss goes down to the bullpen to warm up his arm. He'll take over his short. Lanier had the only hit off Ryan until the double by Davenport here in the seventh. When we saw Whitaker around the bat rack, we first thought he would be hitting for the pitcher. Bob Berta has come out on deck now. Swing and a miss by Whitaker, strike one. Berta has come out on deck to bat for Reberger.
Now Ryan up in pitching position. Delivers. Swing and a miss. Ryan's expressed. Nolan's just reaching back now and firing that fastball. Nolan now has walked six and struck out six. His first start this year, he fanned 15, and in the second start, he struck out five. For his career, he has averaged a little better than a strikeout an inning. Now the pitch. Outside and a high, one ball and two strikes. Met pitching staff came into this ball game with an amazing staff earned run average of 2.4. It's one ball and two strikes. Down comes the pitch. Pease struck him out swinging. Nolan Ryan with his fastball gets Steve Whitaker. That's number seven. Now Bob Berta. No, it's going to be Don Mason. Berta is called back. He was out in the on-deck circle, but now Clyde King calls him back. And Don Mason will be the pinch hitter. Mason has been up six times this year without a hit. So Don Mason... That's for Frank Reberger. The Giants will put a new pitcher in the ball game in the eighth inning. Mason, a left-hand hitter, was in 104 ball games with the Giants last year and batted 228. Two outs and one on, last of the seventh. Mets lead 4-1. Now Ryan brings the right arm around, and a fastball is high, ball one. Bobby Bonds, the on-deck hitter. Davenport on second, he double leading off the inning. Outside and high, ball two. Nolan Ryan gets behind Mason, two balls and no strikes. Four of Ryan's seven strikeouts have come in the last three innings. The two-low delivery. Ball three up high, three and nothing. Bobby Bonds, the on-deck batter. Mets leading four to one. Ryan behind on the count, three balls and no strikes to the pinch batter, Don Mason. 3-0 delivery. He's taking all the way. It's high ball four. So now, Bobby Bonds, a long ball hitter, comes up. That's the seventh walk. Seven walks and seven strikeouts. Bobby Bonds has gone 0 for 3 against Nolan Ryan. Twice has been struck out. Bonds hitting 337 with four home runs and 10 runs batted in. Make it 11 RBIs. He drove in. The lone giant run in the third inning when he grabbed it out. A half swing. He held up in time. It's inside and a high ball one. Bonds the hitter with Ron Hunt on deck. And the pitch by Ryan fouled back upstairs and out of play. Seven walks by Nolan Ryan ties a club record. Cardwell walked seven in one ball game last year. 
Cardwell walked seven in a game against the Giants in late August last season. One one delivery. Swing out of miss. He goes after a breaking ball. Now ran with a count of one and two on Bobby Bonds. Davenport on second, Mason on first, two men out. Now with a count of one and two, you can bet that Ryan will be reaching back trying to get that extra yard. Ryan in the set position, and the pitch on the way. Just missed inside, it's two and two. West Westrum coaching at first, Ozzy Virgil at third for the Giants. Tommy Agee playing Bobby Bonds, a stride toward right center. Pitching two and two. Ground ball hit down to third base. In comes Foy. He's up with it. Steps on third. The side is up. First play at third made by Joe Foy. That retires the Giants. No runs. One hit, no errors, and two left on. At the end of seven, the New York Mets four and the San Francisco Giants one. I am a going on a long journey. I will be following the spring through field and valley. I'll be searching for the natural thing. I'm going to wander down this old mountain. I am all wishing for my wings. It is high time that I was searching for the natural things. At Rheingold, we brew beer with the natural things. Natural Rheingold. It is high time that I was searching for the natural things. Rheingold Breweries Incorporated, New York, New York, and Orange, New Jersey, ask you to help keep America beautiful. Frank Lindsay, the new pitcher for the Giants, as we go to the eighth inning, and Bobby Heiss is now playing shortstop. Frank Reberger came on in the sixth. He pitched two innings. Gave up one run, allowed four hits. He walked none and struck out one. Now Frank Lindsay is on in the eighth. Paid crowd, 5,149. have seen Lindsay in each of the three games in the series. Joe Foy will lead off. Foy has really celebrated his return to the lineup today. Three for three. Two singles and a double. All four of the right-hand hitters benched by Gil Hodges because they were not hitting have returned to the lineup today, and all four have come up with base hits. Now Lindsay out of his windup, and the pitch to Foy, a fastball high, ball one. Leon has two for three. Ron Swoboda, one for three. Joe Foy, three for three. And Tommy Agee, one for four, a home run. Lindsay delivers, and gets the outside corner to call strike. 
So Frank Lindsay has now relieved three days in a row in this series. He has now been in 13 ball games already. delivery by Lindsay. Ground ball, whacked down to third. Big hop for Davenport. The overhand throw to McCovey, one down. In relief last year, Lindsay won 14 and lost nine. You know, the people of Rheingold remind you a beautiful America is up to you. So please don't let her. One away in the eighth inning, Ken Boswell bats for the second time. He came up as a pinch hitter for Al Weiss in the sixth inning when the Giants went to a right-hand pitcher. Boswell was hit in the back with a pitch. Lindsay out of his windup, the pitch on the way up. Round ball hammered toward the middle. Hunt to his right is up with it. Now throws to McCovey. That retires Boswell. Lindsay as a sinker ball pitcher. When he takes over on the mound, if he's right, and he usually is, the batters hit the ball on the ground. Duffy Dyer, 0 for 3 this afternoon. Hit a ground ball his last time up with the bases loaded. Lanier threw home for a force play. Dyer went to first, but Dyer was called out because of interference on the part of Ron Swoboda with the catcher Dick Dietz. Low and outside, ball one. Giants have played 22 games, counting this one, and Lindsay has been in 13 of the first 22. Lined hard, foul down the left field line. He missed the base hit by about a yard. One strike on W. Dyer. Frank Lindsay delivers. And it's foul. Back to the screen. No play. Mess will fly to San Diego after the game. Tom Seaver will open the Padre series against Al Santorini tomorrow night. Santorini, a talented young pitcher out of Union, New Jersey. the pitch on the way. Inside, Duffy steps back. His two balls and two strikes. New York, four runs on ten hits and no errors, and the Giants one run, two hits and no errors. Pitching two and two. And a half-swing foul ball down the third baseline. No play. Well, Ralph, how's your singing voice today? About the same as it always is, Bob. Well, I thought you might want to sing happy birthday to Harold Weisman. That's right. It is his birthday, isn't it? Happy birthday to Harold Weisman, the public relations director of the New York Mets. He knows how to have a birthday. He celebrated his birthday by taking all the fellows out to dinner last night and picking up the tab. That's not bad. Wish you'd have more of them. 2-2 delivery. Inside and low, it's ball three.
Jim McAndrew is working now in the Mets bullpen. Mac's last start, he pitched a great ball game. Mets starters have been pitching so well, it's hard for him to get into the rotation. 3-2 delivery. A little bit high, and Dyer goes to first of the walk. Nolan Ryan coming up. Nolan has bounced to third. He was robbed of a hit on quite a play by giant shortstop Al Lanier, and he flied to right field. Nolan is 0 for 3. Ryan getting a smattering of applause from the Giant fans who appreciate good baseball. And it's foul back toward the screen, no play. Four to one, New York. The Mets getting two of the four runs in the first inning. They were driven in by Joe Foy. Leon Jones singled in the third run, and Tommy Agee homered for the fourth run. Bobby Bonds drove in the lone giant run back in the third. Towering foul pop-up back toward the stands and out of play. What a beautiful day this has been in San Francisco. We haven't seen a cloud all day long. Uh-oh. Ralph spotted one way off on the horizon. Eagle-eye Kiner, they call him. No wonder you could hit home runs. You've got great eyesight. Here's the pitch on the way. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. That retires the side in the eighth inning as Lindsay fans Nolan Ryan. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one left. And the score in the middle of the eighth inning, the New York Mets four, the San Francisco Giants one. Having a problem in deciding where to take your group on its next outing? If so, let the Mets Group Sales Department solve it for you. This department is manned by experts in handling both men's and women's groups. These same specialists encourage community and civic organizations, social and fraternal clubs, youth, family, and athletic groups to take in a Mets ball game and enjoy a day at Shea. In addition to providing group ticket sales for a ball game, our representatives will be happy to furnish you with all the details of the beautiful restaurants at Shea Stadium, which are available for parties, large or small, up to 700 persons. For groups of 100 or more, recognition will be given to your organization on the changeable message scoreboard here at Shea. You can easily obtain additional information simply by writing to Group Sales Manager, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, 11368. Or, if you like, telephone 212-672-3000. The representative handling your area will be more than happy to personally speak before your men's or women's group, large or small, and explain all the details. Call or write today and enjoy a day at Shea. Last of the eighth inning, New York leading 4-1. Nolan Ryan comes up against that heavy artillery here in the bottom half of the eighth inning. Ryan Hunt will lead off, then Ken Henderson and Willie McCovey. Ron hitting 393. He has been blistering hot. Four for four in a walk yesterday. He's walked twice today, gone 0 for 1 officially. Fly it out to right field in the third inning. They go to the ninth inning at Sox Park in Chicago with the White Sox leading the Orioles 6-3. Knuckleballer Wilbur Wood has come on in relief to try and protect the lead. And Nolan Ryan pitches to Ron on a fastball, strike one call. Otherwise, in the American League today, the Red Sox beat Oakland 8-7 and Minnesota beat Cleveland 4-1.
Now Ryan reading the information from W. Dyer and the pitch. Knees for a call strike. Good low pitch by Nolan Ryan. Ryan has walked seven and struck out seven. The Giants have had six left on base. Two-strike delivery. Just missed the outside corner with a breaking ball. One ball and two strikes. Ken Henderson taking some phantom swings in the on-deck circle. The cloud that Ralph Kinder spotted a few minutes ago is a little white cloud that must be 100 miles away. Round ball hit down to third. Joe Foy comes up, throws to first base in time for the out. Right here, we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. You're listening to New York Mets Baseball on WKAJ-FM 102.3 in Saratoga Springs, New York, the home of the New York Mets. Bob Murphy with Ralph Kainer and Lindsey Nelson were in the last of the eighth inning in San Francisco. The Mets leading 4-1. to one. Switch hitting Ken Henderson has hit into a double play, walked and popped a third, and nothing for two. A swirl of dust right around the batter's box, and so Henderson steps out. That wind has really freshened up, blowing to right field. Now Ryan into his windup, and the pitch thrown. Misses the outside corner, it's ball one. Number 44, Willie McCovey, kneeling in the on-deck circle. Duffy Dyer setting up the target. Ryan's pitches inside, ball two, it's 2-0. Two and oh. Two balls and no strikes. He's taking all the way, trying to coax a walk down in front of McCovey, and the pitch is outside and low, ball three. Nothing going at the moment in the New York bullpen. And Ryan has gone behind Henderson 3-0. He'll be trying very hard not to walk in with McCovey waiting on deck. Over for a strike, three and one. Ryan has had two one, two, three innings. Outside, ball four. So here comes McCovey. That's the eighth walk by Nolan Ryan. That's a new Mets club record that Nolan doesn't particularly want. probably has thrown about 145 pitches or so by now. McCovey twice has bounced out to Joe Foy, who, who came up with a ground ball on the right side of the infield. He moves over in the defense designed by Gil Hodges for McCovey. Last time up, he flied to deep center. And a ground ball hit hard toward the middle. Foy grabs it first to Harrison Rod on to first. Double play. And the defense set up by Gil Hodges was perfect. Foy, for the third time today, getting the ground ball while playing over on the right side of the infield. And so the double play goes 5-6-3. And the side is retired in the eighth inning with no runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. At the end of eight, the score, 
The New York Mets four and the San Francisco Giants one. Clear the top. Have you ever wanted to learn to fly? That could be you this summer taking a friend for a local scenic flight. The Richmore Aviation Flight School at the Saratoga County Airport has two full-time flight instructors to give you professional flight training. Richmore Aviation offers flight courses for the private pilot, commercial pilot, instrument rating, and flight instructor. Courses include dual and solo flight time, ground school, FAA, and FCC books and supplies. The Richmore Aviation Flight School is an FAA-approved flight school and is located at the Saratoga County Airport, three miles west of the Performing Arts Center on Geyser Crest Road. In Saratoga and the Tri-Cities, phone 885-5354. Or in Glens Falls, phone 792-9949. Ninth inning here at Candlestick Park, Tommy Agee comes up against Frank Lindsay. Agee had a line drive over the left field fence for his second home run of the year, his last time at bat in the seventh inning. One for four this afternoon. Mets leading 4-1 is the ninth. It's all over at Sox Park. The White Sox turn back the Orioles 6-3. And a foul ball on the ground coming right straight back. Tommy John, the winning pitcher, he gets his first victory after five losses. Tom Phoebus was the loser. Danny Murphy relieved in the eighth, and then Wilbur Wood came in in the eighth and preserved the win. Around comes the arm of Frank Lindsay. Fastball inside, brushing the hitter back. One ball, one strike. The Mets can win this one. It will be the first time in their history they have won 10 games in April. The 1-1 delivery. Full foul back toward the on-deck circle occupied by Buddy Harrelson. One and two. First six men in the batting order for the Mets today all have at least one base hit. Lindsay delivers one and two. Breaking ball, low outside is two balls and two strikes. On to San Diego following the game today. Mets and Padres play tomorrow night. Our broadcast time tomorrow night, 10.25 p.m. New York time. The 2-2 delivery and a fastball over strike three call. For Frank Lindsay, his second strikeout. Lindsay has relieved at each of the three games of this series. Bud Harrelson, one for four, a triple to right center in the fifth inning. The time Bud tripled to right center, the score was two to one New York. Leon Jones promptly singled him home to make it 3-1. Harrelson hitting left-handed. And a ground ball bounced right at Ron Hunt. Hunt is up with it, throws on to McCovey, two down. Two outs and nobody on top of the ninth inning. Now, Cleon Jones. Cleon, two for three and a walk. (laughs) 
Darrington Denon has hit in hard luck today, or Clink would have four for four. Leon with his two for three, raising his batting average to 246. Now Lindsay looks around. Defense playing just about straight away against Leon Jones. The right-hander's pitch on the way. He is over for a call strike. Frank Lindsay has been the bullpen leader for the Giants for the last five years. Two outs, bases empty. Low and inside to Cleon. One ball, one strike. This has been an entertaining ball game. A couple of lively arguments to spice things up. Some good plays in the field and some good hitting. And top pitching. All the ingredients. Low and outside. Two balls and a strike to Cleon Jones. Nolan Ryan has had great stuff. He has been wild. He's walked eight men for a new Mets club record. And I imagine he's probably now thrown over 150 pitches. The 2-1 delivery. It's high, and Jones lets it go 3-1. and one. Ryan's first start, he hurled a one-hitter. His second start, a two-hitter. Today, his third start, he has given up two hits. Brown ball, whacked the shortstop. In comes Ladarius Nags, the knee-high hop. And guns it to McCovey, the side is out. Let's go down one, two, three in the ninth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, then left. And the score in the middle of the ninth inning, the New York Mets four and the San Francisco Giants one. Ted and Doris Strait at Strait's Gardens, just two miles off Lake Avenue on the old Schuylerville Road, have a special now on rose bushes for Mets listeners. Jackson and Perkins Red Devil, with a suggested retail price of four fifty for just two fifty. Two other specials include Laura by Star and Carla by Ball, both with suggested retail prices of four ninety five. Sale price for Mets listeners at just two fifty. At Strait's Gardens, all roses are potted and ready to go. In addition to these specials, mention Mets baseball and save thirty to fifty percent on all other. Rose bushes. Strade still has a special on pansies. 12 per market pack. In bloom, just 55 cents a market pack. Mention the Mets by six market packs for just $2.99. Strade's Gardens is just a little out of the way, but they offer big savings, and the trip is well worth the little time it takes. You can call Strade's Gardens, 584 3236. Ted or Doris will be happy to give you directions. That's Strade's Gardens, just two miles from downtown Saratoga, out Lake Avenue, on the old Schuylerville Road. A small business with big plans. Dick Dietz has struck out twice and drawn a walk. Dietz hitting 387. He has six home runs and 21 runs batted in. In the American League this afternoon, the Red Sox beat Oakland 8-7, the Minnesota beat Cleveland 4-1, and the White Sox turned back the Orioles 6-3. And the pitch by Nolan Ryan is over at the knees. Strike one call. Al Lanier singled in the third, and Davenport doubled in the seventh. Those are the two hits given up by Nolan Ryan. Now the windup by Nolan. Here's the pitch. Breaking ball, a strike on the outside corner. Ryan quickly establishes a two-strike advantage. 
Where the wind is blowing to right field, Tommy Agee is shading most of the right-hand batters a bit over toward right center. Two-strike delivery. Foul. He just got a piece of it back over the screen. Davenport waiting on deck. Ryan with his sign now from Dyer. In comes the pitch. He struck him out for Nolan Ryan, his eighth of the ball game. Nolan now has walked eight and struck out eight. 28 strikeouts now for Nolan Ryan in three starts. That's an average of better than nine a game. Jim Davenport has flied to right, walked, and doubled to right center. Now Ryan over the head, and the pitch. Fastball down the middle, call strike one. Mets four, Giants one, bottom half of the ninth inning. Line drive hard, and in the right field for a base Just beyond the reach of Kenny Boswell. Third hit off, Nolan Ryan, and Davenport has two of the three. Base hit to the opposite field, just beyond the reach of Boswell, who was lunging to his glove side. Rookie left fielder, Bob Taylor, who bats left-handed, comes up. He reached on a walk and later scored the giant run back in the third inning. Since then, he has struck out twice. Duffy Dyer now signs to the infield, one man out, try for two. Foy playing even with a bag, wide of the line at third, but Harrelson shades the stride towards second. And the pitch. A chopper going foul off to the right, no play. Bobby Heiss, who took over at shortstop after Hal Lanier left the game for a pinch hitter, is the on-deck batter. One strike count on Bob Taylor, the left fielder. Taylor was 26 years old. Spent eight years in the giant farm system. And the pitch. Swing and a miss and a curveball. And the count is strike two. Good looking curveball by Nolan Ryan. Tom Seaver and Al Santorini are the pitchers tomorrow night in the opening game of the four game series in San Diego. checks the runner. The two-strike delivery. Foul ball. He was trying to get out of the way. He didn't mean to hit that. Inside fastball by Ryan, and Taylor was falling back from the plate. Bobby Heiss has been called back to the dugout by Clyde King. Bob Berta, a left-hand hitter, has come out on deck. The pitch. Outside in the high, one ball and two strikes. The Mets took the lead in the first inning of the game when Joe Foy single two runs in. Foy is celebrating his return to the lineup with three hits today. Pitching one and two. Curve inside and low, two balls and two strikes.
Now Ryan nods in agreement with Duffy Dyer. The 2-2 delivery, foul back into the crowd. Hucks will be hoping to get beautiful weather in San Diego for the weekend series. They had a rain out Monday night in San Diego. The first game they've ever had rained out. The count is two and two. Here's the pitch. Hit hard. What a beautiful catch by Joe Foy. What a play by Foy. A line drive between Foy and the third base bag. Foy whirled and made a bag and made a backhand grab. The ball was hit hard. The hitter was late getting around on Ryan's fastball. When he did hit it, he hit it hard, and Foy made a great play. Two down. Well, this has been quite a ball game. Really have been some fine plays in this ball game. Alan Neer turned in a great play on a ball hit by Clendenin and almost took him out the left field. And that play right there, a very difficult play because the ball would be curving away from Foy as he made his dive. Bob Berta, left-hand batter, is hitting now for Bobby Heights. Two down. We're in the ninth. Here's the pitch by Nolan Ryan. On the outside corner, calls strike one. Davenport on first base with two men away. Ryan delivers. His curveball misses outside. One ball and one strike. The Giants have used three pitchers today. McCormick worked five. Frank Reberger two and Frank Lindsay two. Lindsay relieving in each game of the three-game series. And the pitch. Foul pop-up back toward the stands. No play for Duffy Dyer. Duffy giving chase, but it's going to land in the crowd. play a day game a Saturday in San Diego and a doubleheader on Sunday. We will be broadcasting each of the four games of the series and televising the first game of the doubleheader on Sunday. Pitching one and two. Just missed the outside corner. It's two and two. Nolan Ryan trying to get the final out here in the last of the ninth inning. A 2-2 delivery. Fouled. Back over the screen. No play. Bob Berta just putting the bat on that one to foul it off. Berta, a left-hand hitter. Clendenin not holding against the rudder. He's back at fielding depth. Nolan Ryan strolling behind the mound. Now comes up on the pitching slab to get his sign from Dyer. Mets four, Giants one, bottom half of the ninth. Now Ryan makes the pause. And the pitch on the way. Fouled. He got a piece of it straight back into the screen. Ryan still riding with that high hard one. Mets four runs on ten hits and the Giants one run on three hits. And Willie Mays is around the bat rack. 
Pitching two and two. Ground ball hit hard to right at Boswell. He's up with it. Throws to Harrelson. The game is over and the Mets win it. What a performance by Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan has started three games. He has pitched a one-hitter, a two-hitter, and now a three-hitter. What pitching by Nolan Ryan of the New York Mets. In the ninth inning for the Giants, no runs, one hit, no errors, and one left on. Final score as the Mets take the rubber game of the three-game series. The New York Mets four and the San Francisco Giants one. The final score, the Mets four and the Giants one. And for the recap, here's Ralph. All right, Bob Murphy, the game-winning hit came in the first inning, but the insurance runs that came in the fifth and seventh certainly helping a lot as Nolan Ryan picked up his second win. Ryan in trouble throughout the ball game in spite of the fact that he gave only three hits because of the eight walks that he issued. In the first inning, Cleon Jones, with two men out, walked in the 3-2 pitch. The starting pitcher was Mike McCormick. Don Clendenin then singled into left field to put Jones down to second. Ron Swoboda, while at bat, popped the ball up behind home plate and dropped in. The catcher did not find the ball, Dick Dietz, and it gave Ron a life. Ron then, in a very, very close pitch, 3-2, and two, took it for ball four to load up the bases. Joe Foy came up and singled hard to center field, and the Mets had two runs in, and that proved to be enough to win the ball game. They got insurance runs in the fifth on a triple by Bud Harrelson over the center fielder's head, a single by Cleon Jones to right, and also picked up a run in the seventh on Tommy Agee's home run to right to left field. For Tommy, kept his 11-game hitting streak going, and it was a hard drive over the left field fence. In the ball game, the Giants used McCormick, Reberger, and Lindsey on the mound. McCormick, the losing pitcher, now one and two. Nolan Ryan with a record of two and one. Time of game, two hours, 46 minutes. And the attendance here today was 5,149. Lions scored the ball game as the Mets won their 10th game. They have lost nine. And incidentally, the Mets now have won more games in the month of April than they ever have in their past history, winning their 10th game here today. San Francisco with a record of 10 wins and 12 losses. The Mets, four runs, 10 hits, no errors, and eight men left on. The Giants, one run, three hits, no errors, and seven men left on base. New York Mets baseball has been brought to you by Ryan. New York Mets baseball has been a feature presentation of the New York Mets baseball network at Rheingold Extra Dry, the beer with a 10-minute head, and was brought to you by STP, the racer's edge, and by several local sports-minded businessmen who hope you have enjoyed today's game, and by the staff of WKAJ-FM 102.3 on your dial to make these broadcasts possible. Remember, you'll hear all the New York Mets games at home or away night and day on your New York Mets station, WKAJ-FM in Saratoga Springs, New York. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network.